0: Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much,
1: Mr. Announcer. It's October the 29th twenty one. It's Friday.
0: I don't know whether
1: to punch you or kiss you. Alright, how about just give me a smooch on the cheek? I'm gonna let you in on a deep dark secret. All right, what's your secret?
2: You have a drinking problem?
1: No, I don't have a drinking problem. Don't know what the heck you're talking about. It's six oh seven on the get up and go show. Mr. Clock, would you certify?
0: It's now six oh seven AM.
1: Six oh seven AM and we are off and running. Oh yes. Gee, what is that telling you?
3: You know, it's telling us that Halloween is here. And oh, I'll yeah. tell you what, I've been celebrating it for a long time already.
1: The year round for you.
3: Yeah, I start celebrating mm-hmm. really in early September. Yeah. And you know, now that it's upon us, it just mm-hmm. makes that uh, the more, the much more spookier special.
1: Okay. I'm just gonna let this sit here while we talk. It's very subtle, and we can talk over it. You
3: know, I finally found that scary, spooky station on my XM radio. Did you? I was uh, racking my brain over I want it for the trip. I'm taking a trip tomorrow, so I wanted some okay. spooky sounds and spooky music. I found it on that Sat 1 104 dial.
4: Oh.
1: But I
3: had, you know how many channels are on there, and you got to keep searching and searching?
1: A lot. Yeah.
3: And finally, I, I found it and found that it was rather silly. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: driving home late last night it kind of got me scared there's some scary sounds that come through there you know. I bet driving here this morning it kind of put me on that scary note yeah but I haven't heard, heard like any music on there yet no
4: okay
3: and like we talked off air about this Evan why mm-hmm. is it that when you ask maybe uh, your Miss A to play you know Miss A at home or your Google Home mm-hmm. to play like a popular Halloween list.
1: So in other words, you say, Alexa, play Michael Jackson Thriller. No, you Now I just set off everybody's yep. Alexa that's listening.
3: You can't get through a list without hearing Thriller yeah. by Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, That's it's like the
1: go-to song.
3: The staple Halloween song. I mean, he made a big staple when he produced and he did that song because mm-hmm. it's going to be around well, for, that. The next, for the next forever.
1: How about Monster Mash. See, that's another one.
3: That one, too, and that one from way back in the day. With, Ghostbusters. Uh, Bobby Boris Pickett.
1: We're going to play some of those throughout the morning for people.
3: We heard, I heard there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Really? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I, I can't believe there is. I okay. remember there was one that came out a mm-hmm. few years back with ladies all in it. They were lady mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Had bad reviews, but I don't know. I watched it at home, and I thought it was uh, purely entertaining.
1: I feel like I'm uh, walking into a house that's been like um vacant forever and this music is playing in the background. Oh it's kinda just it's really appropriate for today.
3: It's been so long since I've walked into a vacant home. Yeah. You know Spooky. the kind of home where the paint is peeling off the walls. Oh yeah. You, you can smell that kind of paint. Oh yeah. And then you see a no pest fly strip with flies on it. <laughs>
1: I haven't seen a no-pest fly strip in forever. <laughs> Where the heck did you come up with that
3: one? Uh, it's just etched in my memory from some of the old houses that we used to go oh. in, maybe when we were kids, Okay. like if there was a vacant one. We had a spooked, spooky house in my neighborhood. We called it Nellie's House.
4: Oh. Because a
3: lady named Nellie from a prior generation in the neighborhood had owned it, and it was a white with... Uh, you know, an upstairs and a downstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was, it had these big oak trees outside of it, you know, with the leaves brushing down on it. And it looked menacing and, you know, kind of scary. So we always said it was haunted. Ah. And then there was word that there was a coffin upstairs, if you go upstairs. Well, Evan, the coffin was one of those. Uh, Magazine openers <laughs> that you oh. open. <laughs> you know, like a like to store your magazines in, but, you know, as little kids, we like to think it was a coffin. Wow.
1: I just found something. I'm I'm hoping this is... i got to stop the other one from playing first. Wait a minute. Do
3: a you minute. all carve any pumpkins at the Nine household? Do no, get the only the thing pum- we pumpkin? carve
1: out is uh, children oh, that come to our house. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Wow. I'm just teasing.
3: The average retail price of those pumpkins this year was $5.24. Really? That was up 38% from last year. Of course, it might be uh, due to those supply chain You've issues. You've been to
1: Disney, right?
3: I Disneyland in okay. Anaheim. Okay. I haven't been to our Disney World over here. Wow.
1: This is the uh, music from the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World.
3: I want to go in that. I, I would be fascinated.
1: Oh, it's amazing.
3: You went through that before? Yeah, I've
6: been through
1: there.
3: Yeah? yeah. I, I bet the uh, characters in there are phenomenal, right? Oh, it's... wonderful. they have...
6: The greek in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo <laughs> through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker I would where it. the air is deathly still, That is the time when ghosts are present, practicing (laughs) their terror with ghoulish delight. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion.
3: I would love to go through there. That I just took your me host, there. Like, your is there host. a Count Dracula in there that oh, sits I up out of his coffin I too? I can't tell you. I just,
1: I, I can't tell you. you I can't, you can't give away all any all way secrets. Way wow. and make room step for all everyone. the way in. There's no turning back now. <laughs> 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 kind of makes you feel spooky, doesn't it?
3: It does. Makes our me, tour begins
7: here in this it makes
3: me. It makes me want to go in one of those uh, definitely. Of yeah. uh, Gary was telling me about a haunted mansion that used to be right on the beach, in the uh, up in the New Jersey area where he lived before. Mm-hmm. This kind of a uh, haunted kind of mansion they used to have an open where you could take a walk through. Yeah. And it was beachside. I hate to say it might be demolished by now. Though. Oh wow. But I've watched a little documentary on it, and back in the olden days, it looked like the place you would want to go as a kid for Halloween if you were, like, growing up on those Jersey shores.
1: I bet. So this year, um, you're not even going to be here for Halloween. So your house is going to be, like...
3: It's gonna be haunted by my nephew Cameron. Gonna, uh, uh. <laughs> Cameron, I hope is out there listening. <laughs> Cameron's gonna be haunting it.
1: Are and you gonna leave? A
3: bo- <laughs> I can't believe Cameron's you just coming said over that. to take care of the kitties and such. So.
1: So are you gonna leave Cameron? A bucket of candy to hand out to the children on Halloween?
3: No, I don't want to make him work that, that no. hard. <laughs> I, I should leave him a bucket of candy for him and, you know, like a nice, yeah. a nice gift for, you know, coming over. So and when
1: it. people come to your house <laughs> on Halloween this year and they ring the doorbell, nobody's going to answer the door and say, who is it? And then they can't go trick or treat.
3: You might see a haunted kitty in the window looking out a, a wow. at you, but only Hanzi doesn't have have those magic powers. He no. won't be able to to dig little paws inside see, the... I,
1: I once knew some people that they weren't going to be home for Halloween, so what they did was they left uh, like those big mixing bowls,
3: no plastic kidding. ones, Yeah.
1: they filled it full of candy, they filled like two or three of them, and they put it on a table and left it outside the door.
3: That's a nice gesture. And
1: they put on a sign on it that says, self-service, please only take a few per person.
3: Hey, you know, that's not a bad idea. I didn't and they work, left it out. I didn't work that into my upon-leaving plans. There but you
1: I, Maybe I, you should.
3: I think that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, you leave it out for the kids. Yes. Leave it out when you leave. Just leave it there on the, on Raft, the front of course,
3: stage. otherwise the ants will come trick-or-treating, well, and yeah. you don't want that. Yeah. In fact, when I go, I can't leave out this certain kind of kitty food, and I think the kitty lovers know
8: mm-hmm. that,
3: like, I get these uh, Friskies Prime, right. Prime Bits, they're kind of meshed up, mm-hmm. and they don't draw uh, sugar ants. Oh, okay. But what does is the pate that I buy. Aren't sugar the ants
1: the worst they're they terrible. Are.
3: I had left pate out for my kitties, and they yeah. didn't like it anyway. They avoid it. They don't eat the pate. Mm-hmm. But the ants sure came. Wait,
1: are you saying paint? Pate. It's oh, pate.
3: called a pate.
1: <laughs> pate. I'm like, paint? It's, um. What's your cat's
3: doing? It's a frisky's pate that my kitties really kind of hate. Oh, okay. So, you know, I once in a great while I'll buy some and they'll eat it, but chances are, you okay. know. They like the uh, prime. Uh, what? prime bits of morsels i think it says prime on the can
1: yeah, they like that expensive stuff they do your kitties are high class they are <laughs> they probably like to stay at the ritz carlton or something
3: i mean you know they should if, if they i had to leave them i would i would only have them stay at the best place in town
1: now you were telling me something too um and uh, i'm hoping you won't get mad at me for talking about this on the air i should have asked you first but you don't have a suitcase to take with you on vacation, <laughs> do you?
3: Yeah, because that's how spoiled my cat is.
1: Cat lives in a damn suitcase.
3: You know, there's something wrong. Did you well, see when you helped me move that furniture, too? That yeah,
1: I noticed the cat living in the suitcase when I came there. Yeah. And I, I thought that was very different. There, I've never seen that before.
3: There's a perfect divine kitty bed that I bought. A yeah. plush kitty bed that right. the cats don't lay in there at all.
1: They like the suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> Was that Hansi in the suitcase? They both or go Jack? in
3: there. Jack dwells in there a little bit okay. more. So I'm wow. not. So because we're leaving the cats, and I'm you know afraid to leave those cats all alone and being yeah. so lonely and all, I can't. I can't let Jack <laughs> be apart from his bed, which is my <laughs> suitcase. <laughs> so I'm going to find uh, another suitcase or something else to put my clothes in when I travel. <laughs> have <laughs> you ever? Cats.
1: Have you ever, like? Close the lid but not zipped it when they're laying in the suitcase to see if they will take their paw and put it outside like in play with you. Like, if your hand's there.
3: They'll do that, too, yeah.
1: Or Um, have they ever closed the top on themselves?
3: No, they haven't done that yet. Okay. And, you know, cats like to be in those little safe kind of enclosures. Yeah. As long as they can breathe okay, that's something that, that maybe they won't mind. Yeah. Like, for instance, Hansi will be hiding in the linen closet sometime. Like he goes in there and hides when we got company. Okay. Jaden will go to that linen closet and close the door. Right. And I won't know that Hansi's in there for hours.
1: And he's stuck in there.
3: But he just um, he'll he'll whine and cry if he wants to come out. But chances are nine out of ten times he'll just want to lay in there sleeping because wow. he feels safe and tucked away. Have weird things.
1: Yeah. That's wow. That's spooky. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Do you have big plans for Halloween? Anything um, going on at the Evan Nine household?
1: Well, no, because I have I have to go set up tonight down in Jupiter for my huge Disney wedding tomorrow. But huge Disney wedding. I thought wedding you were tomorrow.
3: having a funeral wedding that's going on That's on Sunday. Oh, that's more appropriate then. Yes, so that's it's on Disney Sunday. tomorrow. It's
1: Disney tomorrow.
3: Ghosts and goblins on Ghosts Sunday. Ghosts and
1: goblins on Sunday. The wedding is in a funeral home.
3: Yeah, that's going to be first you're going to have Everybody's Disney and then a funeral home.
1: Everybody's dying to come to the funeral home.
3: Do you think they're going to play The Monster Mash and people get up and dance oh, we will. in the f- I I
1: will be playing that. That has been a requested song. It has been. Yes. That has been a requested song along with some other classics.
3: Oh, are they going to do Focus by Hocus Pocus?
1: Probably. Oh, man, I love that song. (laughs) Oh, Oh, there's a song. Man, you just... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Edgar Winner, Evan.
1: <laughs> 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 what is the name of that song? It's called um, Frankenstein, it isn't it? It is. It is. That's a great tune. That's oh my gosh!
3: Another jamming Halloween party. I used to love should, that. Should have on your party I so list.
1: Love that song yeah. from eons ago.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I liked that one better. It was. I think it came around about the same time as Hocus Pocus yeah. by Focus. I think those uh came out right in that same wow era and yeah.
1: Good stuff. Jamming, anyway.
3: jamming with them through the decades. Yeah.
1: For shizzle, as they say. It's uh six twenty one right now in the get it and go show. Time for news. So let's go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the headlines first thing this morning. Take it away, Bonnie.
3: Thank you, Evan. The state of Florida is suing the federal government to stop a vaccine mandate aimed at federal contractors.
9: State Attorney General Ashley Moody calls the Biden administration's requirement that contractors ensure their workers are vaccinated an egregious overreach.
10: President Biden or his handlers don't have the ability to control everything in this country. We, the states, have rights.
9: The state is asking for an injunction in Tampa federal court saying Floridians ranging from NASA contractors to blind entrepreneurs in federal buildings could lose their jobs. Governor DeSantis maintains vaccines are a choice based on individual circumstances. I'm Gordon Bird.
3: Another hurdle is cleared ahead of the start of sports gambling in Florida. The Seminole Tribe of Florida announced yesterday it has reached marketing agreements with about half a dozen paramutuals. President Joe Biden arrived in Rome early Friday morning. Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will meet with the Pope later in the day. The meeting holds special significance for Biden, who is Catholic. The visit with the Pope is part of an extended European trip for Biden. Florida's long-term care industry is in crisis, insiders say. And WPTV's contact investigator Katie LeGrone has more on the story.
11: Nearly two years after the COVID-19 virus invaded, wreaking its initial wave of havoc on the sick, elderly, and vulnerable, the industry relied upon to care for them is in a full-blown crisis. Costs up, revenues down. And new workers are becoming almost impossible to come by. I've never seen it this bad.
12: I'm extremely worried.
11: Luke Newman of Palm Garden Healthcare helps operate 14 nursing home and assisted living facilities across the state, with each one down roughly 10% of its staff. The implication of an industry wide staff shortage historic. In a
13: few
14: instances, yes, we've had a limited admission.
13: Every one of my members that I'm hearing from is, you know, at, at some point they're having to look at limiting admission. Has that ever happened before? I have never seen it in my almost 14 years working at Florida Healthcare. I've never seen it this
11: bad. According to Kristen Knapp with Florida's Healthcare Association, the state's leading association for nursing homes, the staffing crisis has left facilities with no other choice but to fill voids with temporary workers who lack consistency with residents and can cost facilities double, even triple in hourly pay.
13: It's unsustainable. You've got some staff members who are leaving the facility and going to work for the agency getting paid more by the agency, and then the agency is sending them back to that building. You know, that, that doesn't, that's not, doesn't bode well for staff morale.
11: It's a problem raising new questions about price gouging. Since long-term care is a service, not a product, There are no laws on the books stopping agencies from charging what they want.
10: We're losing staff to industries where jobs are easier and the pay is higher.
11: In Tallahassee recently, industry members pleaded with lawmakers for help.
10: I love this industry, but I'm really afraid
11: of what the future holds. At Palm Garden, much like many facilities, they are now offering more money, paying staff members to go to school, even earn nursing degrees. But for an industry that gets paid by the government, question remains how long it can keep operating without the government stepping in to save it.
6: The future of long-term care in Florida and nationwide is in jeopardy. It cannot
14: persist as it is now.
11: This Monday, leaders from hospital groups and long-term care facilities will be gathering in Tallahassee as part of a roundtable. Its focus, how to get younger people interested in this industry and keep them. Katie LeGrone reporting.
3: For the past 20 years, a dedicated group of local professionals has volunteered their time and efforts to improve the work cultures of St. Lucie County. Today, the St. Lucie County Human Resource Association, along with Personal Dynamics Consulting, celebrated the 20th annual Best Places to Work in St. Lucie County. The program has always focused on educating employers on improving the workplace and recognizing the best places to work in St. Lucie County. This year, the program recognized 12 employers. Here are some of the best. The best for small employers was Clear SCM Solutions. Manpower, St. Lucie County Property Appraiser, Treasure Coast Food Bank. For mid-sized employers, the best included ABC Home Medical Supply, Boys and Girls Club of St. Lucie County, St. Lucie County Clerk and Comptroller, and St. Lucie County Tax Collector. For those large employers, the list included A-1 Roof Trustees, City of Fort Pierce, Fort Pierce Utilities Authority, St. Lucie County Fire District, and for the extra-large employers, they included City of Fort St. Lucie, St. Lucie County Board of County Commissioners, St. Lucie County Public Schools, and Walmart DC 7038. Lastly... Uh, Lastly, astronauts headed to uh, the International Space Station from Florida early Saturday will spend six months doing research that will help the United States prepare for even longer space missions. Such experiments include multiple studies of astronaut health during long periods in space, plant growth without soil and microgravity, and a demonstration of sensors that could help flying robots Navigate spaceships like the orbiting laboratory. SpaceX plans to send its fourth astronaut crew into orbit on a Falcon 9 rocket and Crew Dragon capsule Saturday at 221 a.m. And it was a battle to the end of Thursday night football between the Green Bay Packers and Arizona Cardinals. Shame on me for not picking my own team, Green Bay, (laughs) in our Lenny's Pick'em League. Oh, boy. Uh, the Packers did win though, 24 to 21 against Arizona. The Cardinals were threatening with under two minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray threw a pass to the end zone, and the Packers' Douglas intercepts in the end zone with 12 seconds left to end the Cardinals' chances of beating the Packers last night. Our news time, 6:27, and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: 6:28 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's the first look? To look outside this morning.
3: It's looking great, Evan. Heading out on the highways on this Friday AM, things are looking good. Major highways appear good right now. So does federal highway. If you see something, say something. Give us a jingle at 220-9788, 220 WSTU in Haddonfield, New Jersey, a cool 53. Right here in Stewart, it's 73. Here's our weather at WPTV.
5: Happy Friday to you. cold front. Moving through the area today, we'll have clearing skies turning windy and less humid with high temperatures into the mid-80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated quick shower possible, otherwise a little bit cooler mid to upper 60s. The weekend, fantastic. Highs near 80, low humidity, lows low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
17: If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bob.
1: 6.32 on the Halloween edition of the Get Up and Go Show. We're going to be playing some all sorts of Halloween music and sound effects and Things like that to kind of get you in the uh, mood for Sunday. And then next week, uh, Bonnie and I are going to be on a hiatus. We
3: will yeah. be, yeah. We're both
1: going to be on. You'll be on full vacation. I'll be on yeah. um, a half vacation.
3: I don't know when I'm going to be on vacation yet. You ever go on one and, you know, that vacation mood yeah. doesn't come in till like, day number three or, like, the middle of it? Yeah. It's kind of like you can't get your mind set that you're actually on vacation when yeah. you've been going and going. Yeah. I, I
4: agree.
1: I
3: hope it's happening right away. I hope it happens, like, uh, tonight when I'm off at 10. As soon 10. as
1: you walk out that door, it's going to kick in.
3: It'll half kick in. Yeah. Because tonight I go to my other venue of work. Oh, okay. Mayb- well, maybe about 9.30 or 10 tonight. Then
1: it'll fully kick in. Yeah. All right.
3: And I hope I don't want to go home and have a cocktail right away. Oh, I would. Because I do want to get up and run tomorrow morning. I, I would have if, You know, and it's the devil, that little devil with the... Uh, shovel in my head going mm-hmm. cocktail or run cocktail or run
1: how about cocktail and run
3: <laughs> that just doesn't happen for sure, me <laughs> why not that's not a good mix what do you got to lose it's <laughs>
1: halloween you'll just run sideways
3: <laughs> i'll hey, have to run out all the toxins then
1: i've uh, got a list of halloween safety tips since it is halloween on sunday and i've got uh, some safety tips first for the little trick-or-treaters bonnie oh uh, yeah thought i tick through the list uh gotta carry a flashlight that's really important For safety purposes, right?
3: I think so. And if you're not carrying that flashlight, definitely Mm -hmm. some of that uh, decal that glows in the dark. Yeah,
1: the glow sticks or anything of that sort. You know it. Uh, Make sure and walk. Don't run. Uh, Stay on the sidewalks. Obey the traffic signals. Stay in familiar neighborhoods. Don't go to places that are strange.
3: I wonder if people are still doing that. You know, I never remember taking my step kids to a uh, strange neighborhood. Uh-huh. I remember going to another uh, neighborhood because we had relatives in there. I think it was the community of St. James yeah. one year in Fort St. Lucie uh-huh. where they had the most excellent Halloween oh, wow. that I have ever seen. Okay. I mean, all around you could hear Halloween music playing the theme, yeah. theme song from Halloween the costumes uh-huh. were some of the best I've seen and uh-huh. the houses were decorated so well. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like walking down a street. It was like walking down the street in a, in a Halloween movie or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Make sure uh, not to cut across people's yards or driveways. Don't let the little kids run through people's yards. Also, uh, wear a watch that you can read in the dark. That's also very important.
3: You've got to get home on time, right?
1: Yeah, make sure the costumes don't drag on the ground. Shoes should fit well. Avoid wearing masks while walking from house to house. Only put your mask on. When you're uh, when you're going up to the door, carry only flexible knives, swords, and other props. So, word to the wise: don't carry a real knife <laughs> with you <laughs> as you're going trick or treating.
3: No, you don't. Um, you don't want to be doing something that. Something you
1: just mentioned, Bonnie: wear clothing with reflective markings or tape. Uh, approach only houses that are lit. So that means stay away from Bonnie's house on Sunday because it won't be lit. <laughs> and uh, stay away from and don't pet animals that you don't know if you're a a little tyke out there trick-or-treating. Now for the parents we've got some Halloween safety tips for the adults.
3: Don't eat all of your kids' candy before you go to sleep at night.
1: Make sure your kids eat dinner before they go out trick-or-treating. Send them out on a full stomach.
3: That's smart. You know, make them eat some fruits and vegetables Mm -hmm. first.
1: Yep. Yep. Kids should carry cell phones so they can call home. You know those little 13 year olds that go around the neighborhood if they get stuck somewhere they ha- have a phone with them. Ideally, young kids of any age should be accompanied by an adult.
3: What is the cutoff age for trick-or-treating? Does anybody know or there or really have an is no
1: there really is no cutoff age. I guess it's yeah. it's the maturity of your child and your comfort level as a parent mm-hmm. don't don't be stupid and let an eight-year- old go around a neighborhood by themselves.
3: But I wonder, like, how old you have to be to go trick-or-treating. Like, um, can you still be 16 and go trick-or-treating? Yeah, of
1: course you can. There's no age limit.
3: Maybe take your younger mm-hmm. siblings around mm-hmm. and still get the treats.
1: Um, if you buy a costume, look for one made of flame-retardant material. That's very important. Especially if you are a smoker very important if you're a parent make sure your costume is made of flame retardant material also, If you're gonna
3: smoke maybe just a candy cigarette while yeah, you're trick-or-treating
1: that's a great idea excellent idea i like that
3: are they still handing out any of those i, I remember, remember those i remember trick-or-treat one year i think somebody did hand out uh, ca- candy cigarettes i remember those it was year. gum
1: it was gum and you could actually put it in your mouth and if you blew out the sugar powdering yeah. would, like, blow out like smoke.
3: And I remember a candy one, too, with the long kind of stem being kind mm-hmm. of a chalky tasting. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, also, look at the wrapping very carefully on the candy and toss out anything that looks suspicious when it comes home from your kids going trick or
3: dad? Did your mom and dad used to go through your Are candy you when you got home? My
1: parents went through my candy, and half of it wound up in their stomach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I know. So many parents steal that candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately for us, we love our Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Mm-hmm. The kids hate them. They yeah. who, you know, who can imagine a little kid hating a Reese's?
1: Uh, Ours me. do. I'm allergic.
3: Oh, you're allergic to them, so yeah. you're not going to be taking them.
1: Oh, no. Stay away but,
3: from uh, me. But Gary and I, we take each and every one. We'll say, yeah, we'll have them. Wow. We grab them.
1: Um, here's some safety tips for homeowners, if you're a homeowner. Make sure your yard is clear of such things as ladders, hoses, dog leashes, flower pots uh, that uh, could cause little ones to trip.
3: Yeah, you can't see that stuff in the dark.
1: Also, pets get very frightened on Halloween, so make sure and put them up to protect them from the cars or inadvertently biting a trick-or-treater. That's a very good uh very good piece of yeah, advice. Yeah, you
3: don't want to have Kaya at the door, right, no, Evan? definitely not. <laughs> Kaya's going to meet the greet the trick-or-treaters. Yeah, yeah. That would be a scare.
1: Here's another one, Bonnie. If you do use candles, place the pumpkin well away from where trick-or-treaters will be walking or standing so they don't get burned.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I, I get kind of nervous. Uh, we we've had a couple of we've had a few carved pumpkins in the house this year, mm-hmm. you know, and it'll be like a Saturday night, and we'll have them all lit up. But mm-hmm. boy, do I keep a close eye because they're lit with real candles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then before I go to bed, I'll go to bed earlier than the rest. Sometime I just make sure to blow mm-hmm. them out.
1: Uh, here's some healthy food alternatives for trick or treaters, including packages of low-fat crackers with cheese or peanut butter filling. All right. Single-serve boxes of cereals, packaged fruit roll-ups, mini boxes of raisins and single-serve packets of low-fat popcorn that can be microwaved later are great ideas for the little trick-or-treaters. But
3: I wonder if are healthy ones. I wonder if our little trick-or-treaters appreciate them as much as like a Real good chocolate candy bar.
1: They may uh, in a few years down the road when they don't have to go to the dentist.
3: I'm sure their parents would appreciate exactly.
1: it. Exactly. Also, uh, non-food treats uh, that you can put in the trick-or-treaters bags.
3: Oh, here's something kind of cool, Evan. Right. I have a friend that's one of those uh, huge couponers. She's an extreme couponer. Mm-hmm. So she had like hundreds of toothbrushes. Oh, wow. She handed them out for Halloween that's last year. That's a
1: great idea. Yeah, That's an excellent idea. Uh, toothbrushes, plastic rings, or little maybe plastic rings, pencils, pencils, stickers.
3: the mini bottles of uh, toothpaste.
1: Erasers, maybe. coins. Yeah. I remember when I trick-or-treated, people would throw pennies in my bag. Really? Yes, and I thought they were really cheap.
3: <laughs> Those are the people that uh, say, oh my gosh, there's more trick-or-treaters, and we ran out of candy. We have done that before. Where, yeah,
1: you start oh, getting out rolls oh, of there's, pennies.
3: There's no... There's no no more candy we got more trick-or-treaters coming up go to our go to our coin jar yeah hurry get some
1: um you know there's all sorts of candy and things handed out at uh, halloween and i came across bonnie a list of the worst halloween food or candy to hand out there's 10 items This is real interesting. You're going to find this list very interesting.
3: My least favorite one is that candy corn. No more candy corn, please.
1: It's on that list.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: Number 10, Tootsie Rolls. Are these supposed to taste like chocolate? It's trick or treat, not both. Give me a candy I can use.
3: Yeah, I hate Tootsie Rolls. Don't like them. You know, I'm sure some people appreciate them, but I think they're nasty.
1: Uh, How about number 9, Milk Duds. Consider it a red flag when a food item puts dud right in its name
3: you know i'm right i must have wrote that list because i always hated the milk duds yeah. that were handed out too i All would right. give them away
1: here's the next one coming in at number eight dum-dum pops have you noticed <laughs> that the dum-dum rhymes with humdrum <laughs> though these lollipops are the exact size and shape of bob barker's microphone <laughs> from when he hosted the prices right kids generally lost interest after his retirement.
3: You know, those dum-dums, they seemed kind of cheap, but mm-hmm. actually they're really good. Mm-hmm. I I like to suck on a good dum-dum once in a while. All right. The, like the purple, the grape, the strawberry.
1: Strawberry is a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. How about coming in at number seven? Good old-fashioned plain Hershey's. Kids might not care much for cacao percentage or bean origin, but they do care about boringness. So... Good Old Fashioned Plain Hershey's coming in at number seven.
3: Here's an idea, kids. Give that Hershey to your mom. That's right. She'll love you for it.
1: Um, Werther's Original coming in at number six. You know what that is?
3: Yeah, isn't that uh, the Worthers that the grandfather introduces that candy to his granddaughter and that TV commercial a caramel with the caramel it's inside? It's the
1: original butterscotch sucker. Oh yeah. It's not to be confused with those legions of sad sack counterfeit Worthers imitators.
3: Those are good though. Yeah. I mean who doesn't like it? that's like a coffee a toffee caramel man?
1: Exactly. Coming in at number five, Neko or Nico wafers are likely the Smarties of 1847 when the nation's scientists were still figuring out fun and flavor. They look like silvers of sidewalk chalk, slivers of sidewalk (laughs) chalk, but don't taste quite as good.
3: Yeah, weren't they kind of like those plain kind of wafers that you put in your mouth and they're sweet, but then they disintegrate right away? Exactly. Those are kind of boring.
1: Coming in at number four, Smarties. These are on the worst list, not because kids don't enjoy tiny discs (laughs) of pure sugar, but because for every five pounds of candy a kid collects, two pounds are going to be what's called Smarties.
3: Oh, yeah. And they're pure sugar, aren't they? Ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous. (laughs) Coming in at number three, Bonnie, raisins. You may think you're helping to neutralize widespread early-onset diabetes by handing out raisins on Halloween. But raisins are mostly sugar that combined with sticky enamel clinging consistency and created a veritable fair ground of bacteria. Kids' teeth will decay alongside your popularity as well.
3: They'll probably sit in mom's pantry, too, and um, that little raisin woman on that yep. sun raisin box will just be staring at you for decades. Yep.
1: Uh, coming in at number two, Bonnie. Yes. On the top 10 worst pieces of or types of candy or food to hand out at Halloween? Uh uh huh. Circus peanuts. Circus peanuts.
3: um, You know, that kind of went right up there with Cracker Jacks. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't really excited when somebody would hand me a Cracker Jack box for Halloween either.
1: Yep. Coming into number one, you said it earlier.
3: The candy corn. Candy corn. Or chicken feed.
1: Chicken feed.
3: Chicken feed is actually what they used to call it. Like um, during the Great Depression, anything with corn was called chicken feed.
1: Yep, this candy also made the list of the top 10 best Halloween candies as well. But hear me out for a second. The holiday super relative sweet will quickly turn against you. If you dare consume more than five, and I'm sure you probably will, forget all the sultry French maids strolling about these are Halloween's true femme fatales candy corn is the worst, the worst number one, worst, candy you could hand out for Halloween. You
3: know what wasn't on that list, which I've always hated, too? What? Boy, we have all this hate going, don't we? we yeah. got to change it to some love later. That's but okay. We will. <laughs> it's those. Uh,
1: we will when you're on vacation. They're
3: kind of <laughs> You'll like be loving uh, it. They're kind of like uh, hard caramel kind of candies, and they were always wrapped in those uh, black and orange wrappers. The black wrappers and the orange wrappers, and they came in a bag and a mix and they just taste like this uh, caramel that gets stuck to your teeth, and it feels like it's going to pull out your fillings.
1: I can't remember um, what that was. But
3: I don't know, for the life of me, I don't know what they're called. Hmm. But um,
1: I don't remember what it was called, too. I really don't.
3: I was wrapped in like a tissuey sort of paper of, of black and orange.
1: I'll have to do some research.
3: Unless it was, uh, who knows, maybe it was a Midwest thing. Because now when you said uh, Neko's, nicos, mm-hmm. I really um, didn't hear of them as being Nikos until I moved here because I think they stem out of uh, Pennsylvania or something. It's like an East Coast candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
1: 647 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Make sure and stop in. Say hello to Hawk Levy at one of the many locations on the Treasure Coast. Here's Bonnie with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good
3: morning, Evan. The state of Florida is suing the federal government to stop a vaccine mandate aimed at federal contractors.
9: State Attorney General Ashley Moody calls the Biden administration's requirement that contractors ensure their workers are vaccinated an egregious overreach.
10: President Biden or his handlers don't have the ability to control everything in this country. We, the states, have rights.
9: The state is asking for an injunction in Tampa federal court saying Floridians ranging from NASA contractors to blind entrepreneurs in federal buildings could lose their jobs. Governor DeSantis maintains vaccines are a choice based on individual circumstances. I'm Gordon Bird.
3: The defense will begin presenting its case in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd this morning. Prosecutors rested yesterday after presenting their case that Lloyd murdered an Orlando police lieutenant in 2017. A human trafficking sting is responsible for possibly rescuing a teenage girl in Polk County. Sheriff Grady Judd says Operation No Tricks, No Treats netted more than 100 arrests, and the discovery of three victims included a 17-year-old girl. They're annoying, invasive, and nearly impossible to stop. We're talking about robocalls, and WPTV's Michael Bushner has the story.
18: (music) Hello, this is Jonathan Smith. Jonathan Smith
19: of Fort Pierce is fighting back.
18: Every dollar that I get, I look at it is that's a dollar less than they had.
19: Against those annoying robocalls and telemarketers.
18: I'm cashing in on them. I'm cashing in on them for sure. What's the biggest check that you've gotten from this? Twenty-six
19: thousand. How many calls? Ninety-eight. Smith says he's collected tens of thousands of dollars. To Thanks to telemarketers calling and violating the Federal Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Press 1 now. Since the initial $1,500 check, how much money have you made?
18: Oh, I would say 35 dollars
19: to $40,000. The only way to stop the calls is to make these guys pay. Smith Compton, the founder of Robocalls.cash, with teaching him how to cash in on the calls for less than 50 bucks using his kit.
20: What we as consumers can collect is roughly $500 to $3,000 per call, depending on the violations.
21: Why are they writing these checks so easily? Because the cost of not writing them is greater. Attorney David
19: Lamos is working with Smith.
21: They will rather pay uh, the small amounts of compensation per call on negotiation then get dragged into court.
19: Lamos says the first step for consumers looking to fight back is to get on the National Do Not Call Registry to set up a line of protection.
21: If you're on the Do Not Call Registry, it's like shooting fish in a barrel.
19: The Federal Communications Commission reports consumers received nearly 4 billion robocalls per month last year. The feds also received more than half a million complaints from Florida since January 2020. Florida is definitely a hotbed for telemarketers.
22: It really does become a nuisance. It's rather annoying.
19: State Senator Bobby Powell says he gets about 10 robocalls daily. He co-sponsored legislation, which the governor signed into law, toughening the state's existing telemarketing laws.
22: We wanted to make sure that we put something in law that would allow for those of us here in the state of Florida who are, are tired
19: of being annoyed call immediately do you think the laws are working to stop The
18: laws are working the laws are working but not enough people are taking taking and using them utilizing them and what was your name again yes i'm interested i'd love to hear more
19: today smith's phone continues to ring
18: oh god i still get them from the same companies i've already settled with never really considered solar panels and what was your name again do you have a website or better business bureau page and the checks keep coming If everybody would do their part, these companies would be put out of business quickly. I really wasn't interested. I just needed to get the business name so I can send you a letter. In Fort Pierce, Michael
19: Butchner, WPTV News Channel 5.
3: Look who's receiving a national accolade right here. Uh, Ken Coe of Southern Pride Gourmet Foods based in Stewart was named a top 25 U.S. business mentor for 2021 local Main Street Mentor of the Year. An accolade presented by the online referral network for small businesses, alignable.com, headquartered in Boston. Co competed with more than 90,000 nominees in National Main Street Mentor Search, a national search for business leaders who've gone above and beyond guiding peers, Main Street economies, and entire communities toward recovery. Co's selection was among the 132,000 plus votes and testimonials reviewed. He ranked 11 out of 25 business superstars based on his earning 245 votes and 171 testimonials from Stuart Fears and the alignable network of more than 6.5 million members. 2021 was the first year for the search, and voting ran from June 28 to August 24. Yeah, congratulations to our good friend there, Ken Co. Lastly, in gadget news, a team at Texas A&M, that is, is working on a new touchscreen technology that would let you feel the texture of what's on the screen. Uh, One use for it would be online shopping, say, so you could feel a shirt before you bought it. They think that an initial version might be available within five years. Atlanta Braves versus Houston Astros playing tonight in Atlanta and the first pitch will be at 809 p.m. that World Series now tied at one game apiece and tonight we're going to air a high school football action we have South Fork playing Port St. Lucie at Port St. Lucie, and you can hear the game at 7 p.m. on both WPSL and right here on WSTU. Our news time, 653, with weather and traffic together next.
20: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring.
1: Coming up on 655 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what do you got?
3: We have a nice ride on our way to work this morning. Got to be there by 730. You should arrive on time. Everything nicely up to speed throughout the Treasure Coast this morning. And there's your latest look at traffic. 73 degrees here in Stewart and in Norfolk, England, rain showers with 57. Here is our Halloween weekend weather update at WPTV.
5: Happy Friday to you. cold front. Moving through the area today, we'll have clearing skies turning windy and less humid with high temperatures into the mid 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated quick shower possible, otherwise a little bit cooler mid to upper 60s. The weekend, fantastic. Highs near 80, low humidity, lows low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
8: Sometimes, ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest
23: location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday.
24: Visit thejoint.com for details. Hey, parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins football and dance clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches, and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today.
25: The Stewart Air Show is back. November 12th through fourteen at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter. And the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their twilight show and the dirty flight suit party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays. And enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart, Stewart Air Show is, is back. Tickets
17: and show information at stewartairshow.com. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Buddy.
24: And now for Frankenstein Friday, the Weather Channel is proud to present Frankenstein with the weather report for this weekend. (laughs) And here's your forecast for Halloween evening. And that's Frankenstein with your weekend forecast from the Weather Channel.
1: Well, there you go, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: sounds like it's kind of frigid out. and um, Just a tad bit. Frankenstein bits. is just like... <clears throat> <clears throat> just a
1: tad bit, or he I sounds like constipated, <laughs> one of the two. Anyway, uh, Halloween's upon us. It's Halloween weekend, so make sure and keep those little munchkins uh, nice and uh safe out there as they're uh, trick-or-treating we're going to step back and take a short pause for the cause and let this play out all the way until the news comes on at the top of the hour we're wstu Stewart, martin county's heritage station here's michael jackson and the number one halloween song
25: Living at the Vatican, Fox's Simon Owens, live in Rome. Uh, Dave, the president was
20: greeted by Vatican Swiss guards in their blue and gold striped uniforms. The American flag is flying from the papal palace the white house predicted this meeting would be warm and constructive with the leaders in agreement on issues ranging from poverty to climate change but the visit comes with a subplot u.s bishops are to debate next month whether to disqualify president biden from receiving
25: communion for supporting abortion rights dave Simon, before leaving Washington, the president worked out a framework with Democrats on a $1.75 trillion social spending plan all Republicans oppose.
7: This framework includes historic investments in our nation and in our people.
25: The president told House Democrats the plan can win support from all 50 Senate Democrats, but the progressive caucus in the House wants an infrastructure bill coupled with the Build Back Better legislation, preventing passage of that infrastructure bill this week. Fox's Jared Halpern. Congress did approve more short-term funding for transportation. Projects. Amid a surge of migrants coming to the U.S., the Justice Department's in talks with immigrant families separated at the border by Trump era policies. The Wall Street Journal reports each person affected could be paid close to a half million dollars. Republican Congressman Jim Comer tells Fox so.
15: Joe Biden prioritizes the rights of illegals over the rights of tax paying working Americans.
25: Oklahoma executed a convicted killer, and John Grant didn't go quietly. His last words were a profane tirade then, right after the lethal injection. We saw the convulsions, uh,
14: multiple uh, convulsions, more than two dozen we counted in there, and then vomiting, extensive
25: vomiting. Dan Snyder with Fox 25 TV. America's listening to Fox News.
26: This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you. And to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience
22: with Windows 11 Pro. Hear that? That's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock. Because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from Safe Home Security. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Safe keeps watch night and day. If there's trouble, Simply Safe alerts them and will dispatch emergency help when needed. Get free shipping with the order of a new system at simplysafe.com today.
25: With gas prices rising every day this month to seven-year highs amid a push for cleaner energy and the climate change debate, a tense House hearing.
23: Oversight Committee Chair Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney likened big oil company executives to big tobacco CEOs. California Congressman Ro Khanna told the executives to come clean.
25: Despite your early knowledge of climate science, your companies and the trade associations you fund chose time and again to loudly raise doubts about the science and downplay the severity of the crisis.
23: Some Republicans defended the executives, though, saying they've been unfairly demonized and that oil and gas are needed. At the end of the hearing, Maloney said she plans to issue subpoenas to the executives for documents on what their own scientists have said about climate change, and she said to determine if they spend any money to mislead the public. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Former New York
25: Governor Andrew Cuomo resigned over sexual harassment allegations, is now facing a criminal complaint.
24: That complaint claims Cuomo groped a woman in December of 2020. Shortly after New York Attorney General Letitia James issued a scathing report this year on Cuomo, he resigned from office. But a spokesman for Cuomo said the charge looks politically motivated.
25: Fox's Jill Nato on Wall Street. Stock futures down the day after the NASDAQ and S&P 500 hit record highs. A Thursday night football thriller. End zone and picked off! Intercepted by Russell Douglas!
0: Packers
24: are going to win it! Joe Buck on Fox, Russell Douglas with the interception in the end zone with 12 seconds to go in regulation. The third turnover forced by the Packers' D Thursday night as the Pack topped the Arizona Cardinals 24-21. Both the Packers and Cardinals now 7-1 and on the season. And with that Arizona loss, there are no more undefeated teams left in the NFL. That's Matt
25: Napolitano. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
1: Why pay more to rent a space for your party when you could transform your kitchen and living space into the next amazing place for a great dinner party? Even with limited space, private catering can make your next event incredibly relaxing and memorable. Optimal Health Chef, Inc offers in-house catering for refined, elegant dining experiences for any private event. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. has years of experience with exceptional private catering services, and we will do everything to make your next get-together with family, friends, co-workers, or business associates a most memorable one. As a result of the global pandemic, we are offering virtual parties. We plan your event, package the food in disposable individual containers, and deliver to your home. You then deliver to your guests, enjoy dinner, and their company virtually. For more information and to book an event, please call Daryl Lester, chef-owner of Optimal Health Chef, Inc. at 772-475-8493.
27: Here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank
1: you very much, Madam Announcer. Happy Halloween weekend to you and yours. Now, how about some good news? I've got some good news for you. I definitely have good news. Why are you saying that? Because I told you I've got good news. I need some good news. Oh my gosh, how many times am I going to tell you I've got good news? It's 7.07, Mr. Clock. Would you please certify that?
0: It's now 7.07 a.m.
1: 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. And without further ado, we're going to jump right into birthdays and anniversaries.
4: News on the radio. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy
3: birthday.
1: And without further ado, Bonnie, uh, what do you got for me this morning?
3: Gary, my man, happy birthday to you today and I uh, wished him a happy birthday at midnight uh, is he up overnight
1: is he's he awake
3: getting ready for work right can, now can i call him um,
1: would I, it be permissible
3: i don't know if we need to call him on his birthday but let's just give him a nice big shout out i okay. know he's um you know busy as we're getting onto our vacation and okay. getting ready for work but happy birthday gary all right
1: okay happy birthday uh 30 years old today Yes, a very happy 30th birthday to Gary.
3: And he's excited, you know, excited to go to SeaWorld this weekend, too, Mm -hmm. and with the kids. And uh, Jaden is going to show us all around SeaWorld.
1: You have a personal tour guide for SeaWorld, don't you? Oh,
3: we do. Jaden knows that
1: park like the back of his hand.
3: He does. They've had that annual pass, you know, and the kids have gone so many times. Okay. My first time at SeaWorld. All right. Very good. I'm hoping it's going to be good.
1: Christopher C.J. Wallace, 25 years old today. That's the son of Notorious B.I.G. And R&B singer Faith Evans, he's uh, 25 years old today. Tov or is it Tov Lowe? Tov Lowe, I'm not sure. 34 years old today. Uh, Talia Ritchie is 35. That's Emily Rhodes on the designated survivor. Janet Montgomery is 36. That's Dr. Bloom on New Amsterdam. John Abrams is 44 years old today. That's Robert De Niro's reefer-smoking son.
3: On Meet the Parents, right? Yes. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yes. 44?
3: (laughs) 44 years old today. That reefer-smoking son is 44 already?
1: Yes, that 420-smoking son is 44. That laugh in the background is so (laughs) freaky. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross is 49 years old today. That's Diana's daughter and... Dre's wife on Blackish. Gabrielle Union. Does that name ring a bell, Bonnie?
3: Yeah, it does. Um, And why should it? Uh, Famous actress, I'm sure. Actress or some sort of thing, Uh but from where?
1: Dwayne Wade's wife. From the Miami Heat.
3: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay, so she's married to a Miami Heat basketball star then, Dwayne Wade.
1: And also Jessica Alba's partner on Bad Boys, the spinoff, L.A.'s Finest.
3: And how young is she today?
1: She is 49 years young.
3: 49?
1: 49.
3: I'm just picturing one of these NBA stars to be married to someone so much Mm -hmm. younger for... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was wrong to say that. I'm like, wow, all right, she's 49. Let's 49. just rewind
1: and pretend we didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Winona Ryder is 50 years old today. That's Joyce Byers on Stranger Things.
3: Oh, yeah, Winona Ryder. you got to uh, love her and uh, can catch her in some scary Halloween movies, too. From
1: the Jackson family. Randy Jackson, 60 years old today.
3: Not to be confused with uh, Randy Jackson of American Idol, though, right?
1: Uh, It says, Dazzling member of Tito and the Jacksons, but not the Jackson 5. Also, not to be confused with the guy from American Idol.
3: Yeah, and Dog, when you you say Randy Jackson,
1: that's the one
3: that I'm thinking of right away. Randy from American Idol.
1: Yep. Dan Castellaneta is 64. That's Homer on The Simpsons. He's also the voice of Grandpa Simpson, Barney Gumble, Krusty the Clown, Groundskeeper Willie, oh my and Mayor Quimby and uh, Hans Molman.
3: He covers all of those voices, Sure huh? does.
1: Sure does. Kate Jackson, 73 years old today. That's Sabrina Duncan on Charlie's Angels.
3: Another Charlie's Angel she yeah. just celebrated the other day. Jacqueline Smith is mm-hmm. my favorite angel, and a few days ago she turned 76 yeah. also.
1: Richard Dreyfuss, seventy-four years old today.
3: Oh man, he. We were just. I was just talking to a gentleman about a movie on my table last night. Everybody should see the movie. One of the best Halloween ones, mm-hmm. Jaws. Oh. With uh, the scenes with Richard Dreyfuss.
1: Incredible.
3: Oh man. Incredible. American Graffiti too, yeah. and uh, Close Encounters with him.
1: Denny oh. Lane, seventy-seven years old today. That's the original singer from the Moody Blues. Man, they put out some good stuff back in the day, the Moody yeah, Blues.
3: Yeah. I think my favorite uh, time and era was when they came out with The Voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Right
3: around, uh, I think that was like right around 1983 or
1: 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is National Internet Day. The World Wide Web, the Information Highway, cyberspace, the interweb, whatever you want to call it. Today is the day that it was born.
3: Go down a that long highway. long time ago. Go down that highway, if you dare.
1: An awful long time
3: and, ago. And, oh, Facebook has changed its name no, to... Don't uh, even
1: get me started. To,
3: what, what did It begins
1: face- with an M. I can't even remember the
3: name Mecca? of it. Mecca? Is it... A, I'm not sure. I think to Mecca.
1: Why would you change that?
3: I, I don't know. I, d- I don't that know. That just makes no uh, sense. what's the... Meta. I'm sorry. Yeah. Meta. M-E-T-A. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, idea is behind it or Neither why they... Neither do I. They changed it.
1: Neither do I. It's a National Bandana Day. So discover interesting ways to observe Bandana Day and offer much-needed support to people with cancer. Because a lot of people that have cancer that get the chemo treatments, they lose their hair, and they wear bandanas. Yeah. So if you rock a bandana, my hat goes off to you. Definitely so. It's a National Frankenstein Friday. (laughs) Is that appropriate, Bonnie?
3: Frankenstein. Oh, you know, that's a a tasty place for hot dogs mm.
1: over here. Yep. Right, right around the corner from here. Yeah.
3: Like, uh, it's down right on by uh, the
1: bridge. Uh, I've gone in there before.
3: Ellis Avenue is w- what it's called, isn't I'm it? I'm not
1: sure. It's across from where Coast used to be right. before it moved. They have some of the best hot dogs there at Frankenstein.
3: Gourmet, right? Oh, uh, just God, they're these so good. Gourmet hot dogs.
1: Yep. Oh, they're really, really
3: yummy good. Yummy treat.
1: Yep. It's also National Breadstick Day. Breadsticks are slender sticks of baked, crispy, dry goodness invented in Italy.
3: Breadsticks are boring. Are I'm, they really? Yeah. I usually pass up the breadsticks and go straight for the pasta. All right. I go for the good stuff. All
1: right. So hold on one second here. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You've eaten dinner at Olive Garden before, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They bring the breadsticks out. Yeah. You ever gotten the white dipping sauce? Yeah. Uh, that goes with the breadsticks? Maybe
3: not maybe not that next one time, the Olive Garden.
1: Next time you go to Olive Garden and right. they bring the breadsticks out, ask for a side of the white dipping sauce. All right. Okay. It's um uh what is that like called? An
3: Alfredo. Yeah, Alfredo. Kind of yeah, they have Alfredo.
1: Yes. Ask for a side of Alfredo. Then take that breadstick, dip it in the Alfredo. Yeah. Take a bite. And then report back.
3: You know where it's at where I do like a little bit of the, they're not dipping sticks, but they're dipping uh, bread. Like Mm -hmm. bread that tastes like it just came out of the oven is Mm -hmm. uh, the bread you get at Carrabba's before Mm -hmm. your meal. That's good. And then you uh, dip it into the uh, butter mixed with some Italian seasoning. They've got the Italian seasoning in the butter.
1: There's another restaurant that Rach and I have been to where they serve the bread. Oh, I know where it is now. It's a Texas Roadhouse. They have. You have been to Texas Roadhouse? See, House? I haven't
3: been there yet. Okay, and you have to right, check it right out. And it's right close to my neighborhood, so I, I should go. When
1: they bring you to your table,
3: yeah. they
1: bring the bread with you as they're walking you to the table. Oh, and it's man. fresh, hot, right oh. out of the oven.
3: You can sit down and, and just dig in right away, right? Yeah, it's decadent. Yeah.
1: It's a also National Hermit Day. Uh, national Hermit Day. Forgo all your widely ties for a day to recharge and enjoy your own company. It's National Hermit Day.
3: I think it's also National Pay Homage to um, to Massage Therapist Month also. Mm-hmm. Because because of it, we had a big bag of goodies out Very on our nice. table last night. Very uh, nice. These uh, gourmet brownies and peanuts that they bought.
1: It's a National Oatmeal Day. National Oatmeal Day. So you enjoy a bowl of oatmeal. All this stuff is making me very hungry.
3: Is it? Is yeah. it now?
1: <laughs> yep. It's also National Pharmacy Buyer Day. National Pharmacy Buyer Day. It's World Psoriasis Day. Psoriasis Association strive to spread information about the condition and improve access to the treatment.
3: Is that the skin condition that yes. Cindy Lauper has?
1: Mm-hmm. And yes.
3: And uh, she advertises a skin treatment. Exactly.
1: And lastly, well, second to last, I saved the best for last just for you. Today is World Stroke Day. Let's become stroke free by moving those muscles and limbs to keep healthy and active. So it's World Stroke Day. And lastly, Bonnie, this day is your day today. My day. Because it's National Cat Day.
3: Oh it's yeah. National Cat Day. You gotta love your cat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. National Cats, Cat Day.
3: I think every day is National Cat Day with me because <laughs> the way the way I spoil them. Yep. I can't even take away jack frosty's little suitcase
1: that's okay to come
3: with me on vacation that's maybe i'll pack friendly. him up in it and he'll come you can on take, vacation take
1: jack frosty with you yep. did you know 13 years ago today in 2008 that delta airlines merged with northwest airlines to create the largest airline in the world
3: you know what i heard some very good news this morning about the airline mm-hmm. um, united airline mm-hmm. in a few days they were going to They're going to be serving alcohol on the plane again.
1: Really? So
3: those little bottles of alcohol that you can enjoy, the Mm -hmm. vodka and the Jack Daniels, they're going to be finally serving them once again so you can have a round while you're traveling.
1: Does that mean that you're going to start flying again
3: <laughs> you know you you <laughs> have, get you have to a that credit
1: <laughs> you if i remember correctly i do you have like this long standing credit I from do. when like i first started working here almost 2 years yeah, ago yeah. on january 13th
3: that credit's still there and i might use it the early part of 2022 to maybe to go, go to on go on a little ski trip oh go skiing at whitecap mountain or something do you something. know how to ski yeah.
1: Do you really? Is it hard? No. My buddy, um, my business partner Russ, is an avid skier and he likes to snowboard. Yeah. And I keep telling him, you know, he's like my age, and I keep telling him, I'm like, dude, you need to slow down. You're gonna throw a hip. <laughs> so he calls me. You gotta
3: me. be careful. Yeah.
1: He calls me from the ski slope. Last time he was there. Did he? And do he it? goes, dude. He goes, I just ate snow.
4: Uh huh.
3: Yeah. He, Face I wonder if he was, and then you can get in those, I've been in those skiing situations where, like, I wipe out flying down the hill, and my legs are flying, and my arms are flying in all these different directions. One mm-hmm. ski is flying down the hill. It came out of my boot. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, then you got to take off your other ski, carry your ski, and walk down in those boots and retrieve the ski that fell off and went flying. You know
1: what it's called, Bonnie? What is? The Walk of Shame. <laughs>
3: Yeah. (laughs) And one year I was skiing at White Cap. This certainly was the walk of shame. How embarrassing. So, like, I'm only 16, maybe 15. Yeah. And I was wearing these tight jeans, but under the jeans I was wearing a pair of long johns.
1: Smart move. (laughs) Very smart move.
3: Yeah, because... Oh, my gosh. As I was flying, whizzing down the hill, I didn't know that my uh, zip flew open. And this guy yelled, like, almost like on a loudspeaker. His voice was so loud and said... Hey, partner! Your barn door's open.
1: Excuse me, a young lady with the dark hair. uh please look down. The gates to heaven are open. Please shut the gates. <laughs>
3: But he was loud about it, you know, and he had everybody looking. Man, and wow. I got to the bottom and, you know, I dropped my poles, and oh, yeah, certainly enough, my barn door was open.
1: Thank God you didn't drop your drawers, and you only dropped your poles.
3: <laughs> and thank goodness I was wearing those long johns underneath. Yeah. All they saw was white. That's it. <laughs>
1: It is 7.20 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Once again, let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
3: Good morning, Evan. The state of Florida is suing the federal government to stop the Biden administration from imposing a vaccine mandate on federal contractors and their employees.
10: It's not the role of federal government. They have absolutely no authority to require vaccines of the Majority of the U.S. population, none whatsoever.
3: Attorney General Ashley Moody filed the lawsuit in Tampa Federal Court yesterday. Florida's long-term care industry is in crisis, insiders say, and WPTV's contact investigator Katie Lagrone
11: has more on that story. Nearly two years after the COVID-19 virus invaded, wreaking its initial wave of havoc on the sick, elderly and vulnerable, the industry relied upon to care for them is in a full-blown crisis. Costs up, revenues down and new workers are becoming almost impossible to come by. I've never seen it this bad.
12: I'm extremely worried.
11: Luke Newman of Palm Garden Healthcare helps operate 14 nursing home and assisted living facilities across the state, with each one down roughly 10% of its staff. The implication of an industry-wide staff shortage historic.
12: In a few instances, yes, we've had a limited admission.
13: Every one of my members that I'm hearing from is, you know, at at some point they're having to look at limiting admission. Has that ever happened before? I have never seen it in my almost 14 years working at Florida Healthcare I've never seen it this bad
11: According to Kristen Knapp with Florida's Healthcare Association the state's leading association for nursing homes the staffing crisis has left facilities with no other choice but to fill voids with temporary workers who lack consistency with residents and can cost facilities double even triple in hourly pay
13: It's unsustainable you've got some staff members who are leaving the facility and going to work for the agency getting paid more by the agency and then the agency is sending them back to that building. You know,
11: that that doesn't that's not doesn't bode well for staff morale. It's a problem raising new questions about price gouging. Since long term care is a service, not a product, there are no laws on the books stopping agencies from charging what they want.
10: We're losing staff to industries where jobs are easier and the pay is higher.
11: In Tallahassee recently industry members pleaded with lawmakers for help. I love this industry but I'm really afraid of what the future holds. At Palm Garden, much like many facilities, they are now offering more money, paying staff members to go to school, even earn nursing degrees. But for an industry that gets paid by the government, question remains how long it can keep operating without the government stepping in to save it.
6: The future of long-term care in Florida and nationwide
14: is in jeopardy. It cannot persist as it is now.
11: This Monday, leaders from hospital groups and long-term care facilities will be gathering in Tallahassee as part of a roundtable. It's focus: how to get younger people interested in this industry and keep them. Katie Lagrone reporting.
3: In Martin County, the security incident that crippled the Martin County tax collector's office hit as early as October 17, days earlier than the public was led to believe and three days before the government office first publicly acknowledged the shutdown. While the exact cause still hasn't been identified, tax collector officials initially believed their systems had been attacked by blackbite ransomware, according to county officials and public records from the property appraiser's office. That's where the tax collector officials initially laid blame before walking back the assessment. After hiring a computer security services provider, the tax collector's office told the county information technology department it had not yet determined the exact nature of the incident, but the office hasn't ruled out BlackBite as the culprit. BlackBite is a ransomware group whose hackers encrypt victims' personal data and threaten to release or sell it online. The U.S. Department of Justice on Thursday announced plans to earmark $21 million to prosecute hate crimes and provide assistance to hate crime victims. The Office of Justice programs will provide funding to state, local, and tribal agencies and community organizations to help them address increasing crimes against individuals and property on the basis of race, color, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, or disability. In August, the FBI found that U.S. hate crimes rose to their highest levels in 12 years during 2020, with law enforcement agencies submitting reports involving 7,764 criminal incidents and 10,539 related offenses. Well, lastly, a local teenager will be spending her Thanksgiving break a little differently this year. Anya Anoni, age 15, in Fort Pierce, is vying for the title of Junior Miss of America at the National American Pageants Competition held in Atlanta November 24th through the 28th. In addition to the coveted title and crown, the winner could receive various college scholarship funds and other prizes. I'm very excited, and if I don't get it, then I'll come back next year and try again, said Anya, a sophomore at John Carroll High School. And the NHL's Florida Panthers are off to the best start in franchise history. But their head coach is leaving. Joel Quenville resigned yesterday over reports that he ignored sexual assault accusations against an assistant coach when he was head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. The alleged victim was former player Kyle Beach.
16: Stan Bowman has quoted Joel Quenville saying... And this is not a quote, this is my words, but saying that the playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs and trying to win a Stanley Cup was more important than sexual assault.
3: The Panthers named assistant coach Andrew Burnett as interim head coach. Our news time at 727 with weather and traffic together next.
0: and
1: right, so that machine just got gremlins in it. It wouldn't, like, fire. That's weird. Weird things are happening That's on a
3: spooky note.
1: I know, right? 728 right now. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's standing by with another look outside. What's going on?
3: Well, Evan, we do see an accident now, and this is in Martin County. It's on I-95 southbound Palm City at mile marker 103. A little bit of traffic tie-up where the right lane is blocked. Once again, this accident, I-95 southbound Palm City, mile marker 103. If you see something, say something, do call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 73 degrees, it's cloudy in Port St. Lucie this morning in Salem, Massachusetts. It's 38 and partly cloudy. Here's our weather update at WPTV.
5: Happy Friday to you. cold front. Moving through the area today, we'll have clearing skies turning windy and less humid with high temperatures into the mid-80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated quick shower possible, otherwise a little bit cooler mid to upper 60s. The weekend, fantastic. Highs near 80, low humidity, lows low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
28: If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate, 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260.
26: The tradition of champions is continuing here at IRC Hi, I'm Osipher Owens, the freshman shooting guard on the 2021-22 Indian River State men's basketball team My Pioneer teammates and I have one goal and that's to win the Southern Conference Championship for the third consecutive year It is also our goal to give Coach Wilson a fifth consecutive 21 season Come see us in the gym on the main campus The tradition of champions continues Go River
17: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie.
9: This is not headline news. Facebook changed its name to Meta. The name changes, but ignoring their users, posting totally insane conspiracy theories, and profiting from selling your private information remains the same. A new report shows Twitter attacks on Meghan Markle were carefully coordinated. Snap, I had no idea you were so tech-savvy, Queen Elizabeth. And today is World Stroke Day. No, not like that. This is not headline news.
1: From not headline news to the stupid
0: stuff. Now it's time for Stupid News.
9: It's so
13: stupid and awesome.
0: Where we ask the important questions. Stupid. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Spooky edition.
3: <laughs> Usually the stupid stuff that people do is spooky.
1: This is true.
3: <laughs> they do some scary things out there. This
1: is very true. Which, like uh, yeah. like uh, this first uh, story we're going to talk about, it's out of uh, Santa Barbara County where the firefighters were called to a California beach to conduct what is called a cliff rescue. Now, when they arrived, they found a woman desperately clinging to the rocks, apparently stranded without proper climbing gear, or, well, maybe not. While the firefighters were ready with trucks, drones, and utility vehicles, the would-be rescuers soon discovered the woman was actually just a mannequin. Really? Left behind oh. from a movie shoot days earlier.
3: <laughs> no kidding.
1: Still, the department tweeted that the witnesses did the right thing by calling 9 11. Better to call than not. So they went to rescue
3: yeah, a mannequin. A mannequin. Something happened like that with a viral video too, not too long ago, where mm-hmm. this guy was really distraught and trying to get uh, this mannequin down, which he thought was a person. Mannequin said, "Mannequin is head is uh, hanging from somebody's roof mm-hmm. with the backside toward this gentleman." Oops! And the guy's going, "I'm I'm trying to get you down. I'm going to get help. I'm I'm going to get a ladder out here." Mm-hmm. And then he's like. Wait, what? Whoa, this person's not even turning around. Yeah. Is this person already... Well, it couldn't be dead yeah. hanging from that roof. <laughs> but Yeah. Um, but they, so this happened with, with a, cliff, a cliff climber. Cliff well, climber. Somebody thought it was a cliff climber. Yeah, in, and um, it
1: was a mannequin. <laughs> anyway, we're going to stay in California where a man suspected of robbing a Southern California bank was arrested when he returned to try and rob the same bank... The following day, the man entered a Chase Bank in the city of Fountain Valley and gave a teller a note demanding money. Now, he fled with a large amount of cash before officers even got to the bank. Police received a call about another robbery in progress at the same Chase Bank. Responding officers arrested the 33-year-old suspect, the man who has prior convictions for robbery was being held at the Orange County Jail for lack of $170,000 bail. Ooh, Yeah.
3: Yeah. These Boy, these stupid news lately he happening got, in California. He got
1: greedy. I've, I've wanted never... wanted to rob the bank he two did. days in a row.
3: And I've, I haven't heard you go to California yet with the no, stupid No, it's been news. a while. Yeah.
1: Got two in a row there on this right. one. Um. Here's uh. Let's go to the Buckeye State. We haven't been to Ohio in a while either. This story comes out of Ohio where a man tried to sue his wife for leaving her shoes in an inappropriate place and causing him to trip and tumble down a flight of stairs, suffering multiple bone fractures.
24: Oh, yeah. I think
3: you had this one. This I, is a totally different story. It's, it sounds it's like another the very one. same one.
1: It's another story. It's another one.
3: A different pair of shoes. Another pair of shoes. A different wife.
1: different wife. Guy was coming home and he was carrying the groceries and he tripped over the shoes and he fell down the stairs.
3: Wait, now, is this the guy that wanted to sue his wife then over it? Didn't he want to... Yeah, he
1: wanted to sue his wife. He this guy also her. wanted to sue his wife. Th- so
3: this story... This is
1: two different stories.
3: Happened twice? The other
1: one was the guy carrying vinegar
3: oh, yeah, down that's to the right. basement. This guy was carrying This guy groceries? was carrying
1: groceries in his house.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: And he tried to sue his wife for, like, $100,000 in medical bills. Man. The judge looked at him and laughed and dismissed the case immediately.
3: He should yeah. be maybe looking where he's walking anyway, yeah. right? I and would think so. That, that's another one where we talked about already. Where Why would you sue your own wife or yeah. your own husband? And I think you said that you can't. Can can can't. you can you sue a spouse?
1: Depends on what state you live in. Uh huh. Um, let's go to Missouri. We haven't been to Missouri in a while. A man named Noel Cole was pulled over by the police in Missouri this past Saturday. He was wanted for a felony warrant. So he knew he was in a lot of trouble. The deputy started asking questions, and Noel decided to make a break for it on foot. He started running. The deputy took off after him, and he was able to catch up, partially because Noel was carrying something in his hands. It was a Marie Callender's chocolate cream pie.
3: Oh, right. Running away (laughs) from the
1: deputy. He wanted to
3: go and hide so he could eat that somewhere. Yes,
1: the local sheriff says the pie appeared to be extremely important to Mr. Cole, (laughs) so it's been placed with his personal belongings and will be kept as safe as possible in a refrigerator until he gets released from jail. It's unclear what the warrant was all about though.
3: And those it's good for him because those pies I've had Marie Calendar too. They can oh, be refrigerated. So they so can be good. frozen too. You get so later. They're so good. I I usually I bought it for a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or a holiday. Yep. Lately though, the kids, my kids with their go-to, mm-hmm. they don't like pie. You got to get them those uh Ice cream drumsticks and oh. uh, Heath Bar ice cream treats and okay. that. They're more into the ice cream lately. How
1: about the creamsicles? The orange creamsicle with the white?
3: Oh, yeah. Those
1: are so good. We
3: used to call them uh, push-ups. Uh, yeah. It was like an orange sherbet. Yeah. You would push it up
1: yes. on a stick. Very good. Uh, let's go to Detroit, where employees at a grocery store called police late last month after a 45-year-old woman completely freaked out. Now, you're probably asking why she freaked out. Well, because she didn't like the mood music that was playing over the store's loudspeakers. Really? Yeah. She complained that a song that came on was making her very sad and demanded they skip to another song. Now, it's not clear what the song was. The employees told her they couldn't skip the song and didn't know how. So she started screaming at the employees, and they eventually called the police on this one.
3: This is the house music, ma'am. I don't know how to skip the song.
1: Uh, She was gone by the time the police got there, but for some reason she also called the police and told them where she was. They found her sitting in her car about two miles away, and she was still ticked off at the store. She accused one officer of lying and tried to drive off, but two police officers used their cars to block her in. They arrested her for hindering and obstructing a police officer and then let her go once she was processed, but she immediately walked back into the police station and started yelling at the receptionist. So they arrested her again oh for disorderly conduct. Yeah. Except this time they weren't playing any music. At the police station, except for Jailhouse Rock.
3: <laughs> yeah. And those sad songs say say so much, yeah, don't they?
1: Exactly. Let's go to Toronto, where a guy recently called 911 because he was sitting in traffic and really needed to go to the
3: bathroom. Oh, I hate it when that happens.
1: He asked for an ambulance first. Then he said he needed a police officer, because the cars in front of him were not moving and he desperately had to go to the bathroom. Now, the 911 operator wasn't having it at all. He basically told the guy to stop being stupid, and the whole call lasted 38 seconds. It's not clear if they charged the guy with a crime, but they also released the audio to remind people not to misuse 911.
3: Wow. So what did he think that 911 was going to do for him? When well,
1: he thought that it could get him a police escort to go to the bathroom.
3: Maybe he needed it. Maybe he, like, really needed it, though. Well,
1: regardless, you don't call 911 <laughs> to get a police escort to go to the bathroom.
3: But he was in dire straits.
1: <laughs> Keep a bottle in your car. <laughs> Pee in the bottle.
3: I don't know. Desperate means for desperate measures.
1: Wow. That's That just doesn't cut it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's go to Westbrook, Maine. Have we been to the state of Maine recently?
3: No, but there's probably a lot of uh, strange things up there that could be happening in those big woods.
1: Well, police say a Kit Kat bar is ah. to blame for a distracting, for distracting a driver who veered over the center line and nearly caused an accident.
3: Is this a Kit yes. Kat car that was like tossed out the window or a something? A Kit
1: Kat bar. Officers... Pulled the man over, then posted about the incident on Facebook saying, quote, When you think about distracted driving, we usually think about cell phone use. But as this call from the other day will show, there is so much more that can cause someone to get distracted and drive dangerously. According to police, this guy had chocolate on his fingers (laughs) and had an empty Kit Kat wrapper between his legs.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: The officers added, next time we urge people to wait until they get to their destination to break off a piece of that Kit Kat bar.
3: (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
1: Interesting stuff. (laughs) Wow. Um, Let's go up to Titusville. Let's come to the state of Florida. Okay. We're going to go to Titusville, where out on patrol around two o'clock in the morning the other day they spotted police spotted a fairly large fire in the middle of the road the flames were about four feet high and the fire was right in front of a guy's house
3: oh my gosh
1: so police figured they had to do something with this especially because there was a guy there that had been out drinking and he wanted to take matters in his own hands And he was drinking on his porch, holding a sword for some reason.
3: So he wanted to get rid of the fire, distinguish it?
1: Yep. Yep. The guy's name is Scott Taylor. He's 37 years old and according to police. He kept drinking as they were talking to him and started chugging from a half gallon of Captain Morgan. Oh,
3: my gosh. Right out of the bottle?
1: Right out of the bottle in front of cops. He eventually agreed to drop the sword and also a knife that was in his waistband. But he couldn't explain why he started the fire this guy was the one who actually started the fire. And then
3: he wanted to put it out.
1: But he was too drunk to remember that he started it. <laughs> it turned out oh. he was cited for illegal burns five other times in the past six months. So <gasps> wow. he has started fires five other times.
3: Oh, man. I, so, be, I would be watching him if, I was my, if he was my neighbor. I'd yeah. be watching him closely.
1: So this time they arrested him. They let him off all the other times. Once they got him to jail, he intentionally intentionally broke a sprinkler in the jail and flooded the holding cell. Wow. And he's facing charges for reckless burning of lands Mm -hmm. and felony criminal mischief.
3: Did he try to put the fire out with his Captain Morgan, too?
1: Um, I don't know, because that's pretty lethal stuff.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Make a bigger fire.
1: A half a gallon of Captain Morgan. Was it did I say a half a gallon the guy was drinking from?
3: I think you said a bottle, he was chugging out of the bottle of of Captain.
1: That's an awful lot of Captain Morgan. Yeah. I mean, think about that. That's have you ever had Captain Morgan?
3: Oh, yeah. Captain Morgan uh, rum. The the rum is good. What do
1: you do? Do you captain and coke? Is that what you usually uh, indulge in?
3: I try to make what's called a uh, rum runner the last time that I had it, but I I don't think I'm doing it all right. I've been getting the pineapple juice and a little bit of blackberry brandy to mix in. Okay. I think that's some of the ingredients in a rum runner. Mm. But uh, I have friends in Port St. Lucie where in the past I've gone to their parties and my friend Jody makes, and Rob, they make excellent Rum Runners. Mm. I mean, oh, their Rum Runners are top quality.
1: Really? Yeah. Like five-star Rum Runners? But,
3: but you know what? I'm wondering if they uh, secretly said they mixed them, and maybe they, I know there's like a tiki bar that you can get them to from in mm-hmm. Fort Pierce, mm-hmm. and like uh, bring a whole pack of them home,
1: uh, and they're supposed
3: to be really good, too.
1: I see, said the blind man. <laughs> Anyway, there's your Halloween edition of Stupid News for a uh, Friday. It is uh, 7.45 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news once again. All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any kind of precious metals or anything jewelry, go see our good friend Hawk Levy. He's got some great deals going on right now as holidays approach. Uh, let's go to the news desk. Bonnie. standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
3: Good morning, Evan. The state of Florida is suing the federal government to stop a vaccine mandate aimed at federal contractors.
9: State Attorney General Ashley Moody calls the Biden administration's requirement that contractors ensure their workers are vaccinated an egregious overreach.
10: President Biden or his handlers don't have the ability to control everything in this country. We, the states, have rights.
9: The state is asking for an injunction in Tampa federal court, saying Floridians ranging from NASA contractors to blind entrepreneurs in federal buildings could lose their jobs. Governor DeSantis maintains vaccines are a choice based on individual circumstances. I'm Gordon Bird.
3: Now, for the past 20 years, a dedicated group of local professionals has volunteered their time and efforts to improve the work cultures of St. Lucie County. And the St. Lucie County Human Resource Association, along with Personal Dynamics Consulting, celebrated the 20th annual Best Places to Work in St. Lucie County. So where are they? This year, the program recognized 12 employers and winning the best for Best Places to Work. Small employers included Manpower, uh, Treasure Coast Food Bank, St. Lucie County Property Appraiser, and Clear SEM Solutions. For those mid-sized employers, some of the best included ABC Home Medical Supply, Boys and Girls Club of St. Lucie County, St. Lucie County Clerk and Comptroller, and St. Lucie County Tax Collector. For the large employers, best places to work, A1 roof trusses, City of Fort Pierce, Fort Pierce Utilities Authority, and St. Lucie County Fire District. And for those extra large employers, some of the best places to work, Walmart DC 7038, St. Lucie County Public Schools, St. Lucie County Board of Commissioners, and City of Port St. Lucie. The Defense will begin presenting its case in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd this morning. Prosecutors rested yesterday after presenting their case that Lloyd murdered an Orlando police lieutenant in 2017. They're annoying, they're invasive, and nearly impossible to stop. We're talking about robocalls, and WPTV's Michael Bushner has the story.
18: Hello, this is
19: Jonathan Smith. Jonathan Smith of Fort Pierce is fighting back.
18: Every dollar that I get, I look at it is that's a dollar less than they had.
19: Against those annoying robocalls and telemarketers.
18: I'm cashing in on them. I'm cashing in on
19: them for sure. What's the biggest check that you've gotten from this? Twenty-six thousand. How many calls? Ninety-eight. Smith says he's collected tens of thousands of dollars, to your customer. thanks to telemarketers calling and violating the Federal Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Press one now. Since the initial fifteen hundred dollar check, how much money have you made?
18: Oh, I would say thirty-five to forty thousand dollars.
19: The only way to stop the calls is to make these guys pay. Smith credits Dot Compton, the founder of Robocalls.cash, Cash, with teaching him how to cash in on the calls for less than 50 bucks using his kit. What
20: we as consumers can collect is roughly 500 to $3,000 per call, depending on the violations.
21: Why are they writing these checks so easily? Because the cost of not writing them is greater.
19: Attorney David Lamos is working with Smith.
21: They will rather pay uh, the small amounts of compensation per call on negotiation then get dragged into court.
19: Lamos says the first step for consumers looking to fight back is to get on the National Do Not Call Registry to set up a line of protection.
21: If you're on the Do Not Call Registry, it's like shooting fish in a barrel.
19: The Federal Communications Commission reports consumers received nearly 4 billion robocalls per month last year. The feds also received more than half a million complaints from Florida since January 2020. Florida is definitely a hotbed for telemarketers. It
22: really does become a nuisance. It's rather annoying.
19: State Senator Bobby Powell says he gets about 10 robocalls daily. He co-sponsored legislation, which the governor signed into law, toughening the state's existing telemarketing laws.
22: We wanted to make sure that we put something in law that would allow for those of us here in the state of Florida who are, are tired of
19: being annoyed call immediately do you think the laws are working to stop The
18: laws are working the laws are working but not enough people are taking taking and using them utilizing them what was your name again yes i'm interested i'd love to hear more
19: today smith's phone continues to ring
18: oh god i still get them from the same companies i've already settled with never really considered solar panels what was your name again do you have a website or better business bureau page and the checks keep coming If everybody would do their part, these companies would be put out of business quickly. I I really wasn't interested. I just needed to get the business name so I can send you a letter. In Fort Pierce, Michael Butchner,
19: WPTV News Channel 5.
3: Astronauts headed to the International Space Station from Florida early Saturday will spend six months doing research that will help the United States prepare for even longer space missions. Uh, SpaceX plans to send its fourth astronaut crew into orbit on a Falcon 9 rocket and Crew Dragon capsule Saturday at 2.21 a.m. at Kennedy Space Center. The astronauts will plan to conduct several spacewalks to upgrade the space station and welcome several private astronauts during their mission lastly a 33 year old woman from london lost 80 pounds and how did she do it she says her secret was deleting all of her social media accounts she says you don't realize how many food pictures you see on there so it helped her resist the urge to snack It was a battle to the end of Thursday night football between Green Bay and Arizona. The Packers won. They pulled out though 24 to 21. The Cardinals were threatening with under two minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray threw a pass to the end zone, and the Packers' Douglas intercepted in the end zone with 12 seconds left to end the Cardinals' chances of beating the Packers last night. Our news time is 7.53, and we have weather and traffic together for you next
1: 7:54 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
3: Well, we do see one accident. This is on I-95 southbound in Palm City, southbound at mile marker one or 102. And there's no roadblock. It looks like we had that right lane closed earlier. But um, all of that is untied right now. So traffic uh, is getting through. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. It's 73 degrees, Port St. Lucie. And in Springdale, Arkansas this morning, 47. Here's our Halloween weekend weather outlook.
5: Happy Friday to you. cold front. Moving through the area today, we'll have clearing skies turning windy and less humid with high temperatures into the mid-80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated quick shower possible, otherwise a little bit cooler mid to upper 60s. The weekend, fantastic. Highs near 80, low humidity, lows low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
21: Air Show is back. November 12 through
25: 14 at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter. And the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays. And enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back. is back. Tickets and show information at stewartairshow.com.
24: Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins football and dance clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today.
27: Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstu show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: 758 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And, uh, boy, it's going to be a, a great weekend. Bonnie, you're going to be on vacation all next week, so it's going to be a blended show. G and Ray are going to be coming across the airwaves on WSTU all week long.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a good blend that they'll be having next week. And Mm -hmm. we're going to let you know about exciting events coming up, too, here in the 8 o'clock hour. That's
1: right. We've got Bonnie's Best Bets for the Treasure Coast and the surrounding areas. That's going to be coming up a little bit Uh, in just a little bit, right after the news. So make sure and uh, listen in for that, without a doubt. Fun and
3: spooky things to do.
1: Yes, fun and spooky things to do this weekend. Bonnie has the best Halloween bets for this weekend. Anyway, don't you dare go anywhere. We're going to take a short pause for the cause. The news is coming up next uh, right here at WSTU Stewart Martin County's Heritage Station be safe out there when you're trick-or-treating and getting all that candy
22: something strange in the
26: neighborhood
25: Trip going to the Vatican discussing issues from poverty to climate change, something the president will talk about this weekend at a gathering of world leaders in Italy. At the G20, President Biden will call for a new global minimum tax on corporations, coordinate ways to fix the supply chain, and plan nuclear negotiations with Iran. Next week at a climate summit in Scotland, President Biden plans to highlight America's goal: 50 percent less carbon emissions in the next nine years. Fox's Peter Dussey in Rome. And the president's agenda remains stalled back in Washington. He hailed a framework agreement among Democrats on a social spending plan all Republicans opposed, hoping it would lead to a vote on the bipartisan infrastructure deal. The genesis in these bills is what 81 million Americans voted for. But House progressives still demand more details on the spending and the tax hikes.
2: We need a little bit more than uh, an
25: IOU. So Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and progressives again blocked the infrastructure vote. While well, the Biden administration deals with a migrant surge this year. It's also looking to pay some immigrants who came here illegally a lot of money. Fox's Evan Brown explains live. Yeah, Dave, the Biden administration is looking to pay each migrant separated from their families at the border by the Trump administration $450,000 apiece or a million dollars per family in settlements. It's being reported in the Wall Street Journal, which says that is not a finalized number, but it is an attempt to settle lawsuits filed on behalf of those migrants by the ACLU, seeking multiple millions per family. Ultimately, it would put taxpayers on the hook for a billion dollars or more, Dave. Evan, today's the COVID vaccine deadline for New York City municipal workers. Mayor Bill de Blasio says they can replace those who don't get a shot, but unvaccinated sanitation worker Sean Kilcullen tells Fox...
6: So I don't know what he's going to do next week when 33% of the people that are going to show up aren't going
14: to be... they don't know what they're doing. You going to have a bunch of rookie people.
25: America's listening to Fox
26: News. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get where you want to go. Call an advisor today at 877 Ask Dell. That's 877 Ask Dell. A start to a simpler experience
22: with Windows 11 Pro. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 30% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com.
25: While challenges to Texas' new abortion restrictions play out in court, there's a new law coming in Illinois that lifts a restriction. After Illinois' Democratic-controlled Senate and House voted to repeal a law that requires parents or guardians to be notified
6: when girls younger than 18 are seeking an abortion, opponents of the notification law call it a means of denying abortion rights to teenagers. Proponents say parental notification
1: has the support of nearly three-quarters of Illinoisans. The measure now on its way to
25: Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker, who's previously said that he supports it. Jeff Manosso. Fox News Says an empty cell on Oklahoma's death row. John Grant was sentenced to die for killing a prison cafeteria worker in 1998. Shortly after the Supreme Court lifted a stay of execution yesterday, Grant was strapped to a gurney, but as the first of three execution drugs was administered. We saw the convulsions, uh,
14: multiple convos- uh, convulsions, more than two dozen we counted in there, and then vomiting, extensive
25: vomiting uh, from John Grant. Dan Snyder of Fox 25 in Oklahoma City was one of the media witnesses. Oklahoma's Department of Corrections says the execution was carried out without complication. Grant had joined other death row inmates in a lawsuit challenging the state's execution procedures after lethal injections in 2014 and 2015 went badly. Jack Callahan. Fox News. There is a new Fox poll before Tuesday's election for Virginia's governor, giving Republican Glenn Young an eight-point lead now over Democrat Terry McAuliffe among likely voters. On Wall Street, stock futures are down before today's trading. On Thursday night football... The Green Bay Packers have knocked off the Arizona Cardinals and handed the Cardinals their first loss of the year. Final call on Fox. The Cardinals had a chance to win it, but the Packers intercepted a Kyler Murray pass in the end zone with 12 seconds left to steal 24-21. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
23: With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress. Better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida
29: SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285.
16: Online at irscbiz.com.
6: on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes, and what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call. 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered to Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment Red advisor. The is offered to Peak Bridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC member, FINRA, SIPC.
17: Evan and Bonnie.
1: Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Hour number three for you and me, October the 29th, twenty twenty one. So you better get back to work and
12: quit goofing.
1: I'm not goofing, all right. I am at work.
0: You're a professional. I'm a professional.
1: We're all professionals.
6: Okay, boo boo. Brought to the picnic
1: basket. Well, the picnic basket hasn't been brought to me yet, though. But it is eight oh eight. Mr. Clock would just certify the time.
0: It's now eight oh eight a.m.
17: It's now time for Bonnie's best bets for the weekend. Bonnie has all the latest and greatest things for you to do all around the Treasure Coast. And now, here's Bonnie.
3: Well, we say good morning on this Friday and uh thanks for tuning in for the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie right here. And we're in, you know, store for a really exciting Halloween weekend and this is the kind of segment where we like to Fill you in on all that is happening, Treasure Coast, and of course to the north and south of us. I like to mention things there as well. Let's hit home right away with Martin County. Taryn Krisna told us about it on Wednesday. And you know what, Evan? I was so excited mm-hmm. about this one. If I had kids, if particularly if I had uh, little kids, if I had tweens, this is where I would bring them out to Indian Town tonight, mm. where it's going to be haunted with the uh, Halloween Movie Night Festival that is going on. The movie is going to see. Hocus Pocus. Oh, wow. Which is vintage Halloween with the witches. Uh, really cool. You can enjoy that on a 20-foot screen uh, starting at 7.30 tonight. The park opens at 5. They're going to have food trucks, uh, craft vendors, a children's zone, Halloween costume contest. It's going to be a blast. And the blast is happening at Timer Powers Park in Indian Town. So come on out tonight, 5 to 9, for that thrilling event. And this is a classic one, too, right here in Stewart. The 22nd Annual Hobgoblins on Main Street happening tomorrow. So the little kids tomorrow afternoon will be, you know, walking around uh, doing some uh, tricks-or-treating. They're going to have the Hobgoblin Parade, like they have had in the past. Live performances going on, too. So, you're going to have uh, music that can be heard on the River Walk stage. What a great setting! Uh, downtown Stewart, Hobgoblins on Stewart Main Street. That happening 1 to 4 tomorrow. So, you've got to stop on out. For Port St. Lucie, it's a three day event. And, you know, if I were in town this weekend, I would be attending this one, too, at our Mid-Florida Event Center in Port St. Lucie. Fall Fest, Fall Fun Fest is going on. So you get three nights of it, three days of it. Starts uh, tonight, going 5 to 10. Also, we'll go on Saturday, all day from noon to 10. You can stop on out. Sunday, it goes 1 to 6. Yeah, three-day event At the Mid-Florida Event Center with live music there, too. Uh, They'll have carnival rides to offer. Vendors, even a fortune teller. That's pretty cool for Halloween. Uh, Magician and food and drink available for purchase. And you can bring a lawn chair, too, if you like, where you can sit back, let the kids enjoy, and enjoy the music and entertainment. The Barn Theater in Stewart. They've brought back the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, it is going on, this event again. Their traditional Rocky Horror Picture Show at the bar, and it's tonight at 7. If you're going to miss it tonight, head on out there tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, too. They're going to have that late night showing at 11.45 Saturday night. Very very cool. Tickets are only twenty five dollars for this, and you can get them now.
1: Frankenfooter is one of the characters in that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really cool. That it's happening that they're able to do it once again this year, Evan, mm-hmm. and bringing it back. Twenty five dollars to purchase your tickets. You can call the box office at seven seven two two eight seven forty eight eighty four for. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's always a great
1: uh, a great thing that they have there.
3: Yeah. 2874884. And let's look at, to see, we have some things going on to the south of us. I've been mentioning to people at work, you know, I think I want to go, uh, pun, pun was intended. I told Tracy at work yesterday, I think I want to take some friends and go down to, I think, where they're having the music shows. Ooh. Used to be Coral Sky. Yes. Down in West Palm Beach. We have some country music uh, tonight. Jason Aldean in Oh, concert. that's going to
1: be so good. Oh, my gosh. He's awesome.
3: Do you think you might make some last-minute plans and bring Rachel? No, I think she would want to go to this. Yeah,
1: she would love to go, but I've just I've got too much stuff I've got to do. Oh
3: man, I'm yeah. telling you, uh, this is tonight at 7:30. Uh, the tickets are starting at $35, and tomorrow night I think my friend Tracy said like her daughter might be going down to this one. Luke Combs tomorrow night. That's
1: another good one.
3: Uh, this one's at the F L A Live Center, our Live mm-hmm. Arena, F L A Live Arena in Sunrise. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. for the show, and tickets starting at $45. Now, if I were in town, this is the one I would want to go to. Okay. The Price is Right Live.
1: Oh, my gosh. You know, if I didn't have this wedding to do Saturday, I I would go. um, The guy that is hosting The Price is Right... Is actually the guy that does the voiceover work for Priest and a Rabbi. Also,
3: oh, he is. Yeah, no kidding. He's that same gentleman. He's that same guy. Man, it's like a really small world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, wow. The, this Price Is Right Live is uh hitting uh, the stage tomorrow night at 8 p.m. You know, those tickets are only uh, starting at fifteen dollars, and you can go over there to the Kravis Center and tomorrow night and maybe hear your name to come on down. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be exciting? Uh, the prizes, including appliances, vacations, possibly a new car. You know, I I say, Evan, I tell everyone I would love to go and be on that stage. But once I got up there, I would be so afraid I would freeze mm-hmm. um, upon playing one of their games. Like I would have a mind freeze all of a sudden. Oh, wow. Okay. But uh, that's going on tomorrow night. Tickets starting at $15. If you want to register to become a contestant, you got to show up at 5 PM tomorrow mm-hmm. at the Kravis Center. So take a look at these pictures. Aren't they really cool? Don't they remind you of Halloween? Is this where we're going next? It's to Fort Pierce.
1: Oh man, tell me about that. Oh, I want to hear all about it.
3: It's well, they have um. There's this apartment home of landlord Jeannie Arias. Uh, she transformed it into a pirate ship. They started working on this already October 14. And it's just in time for Halloween. Uh, they last year they made it into like a, where a giant spider was coming out of the house, and then in one Antonio Hernandez, one of her tenants, saw Pirates of the Caribbean and decided to do that with the house. So they decorated this house and grounds into a pirate ship full of pirates and skeletons. It's become like an annual holiday tradition. And where can you see this house? Ah, Go to Spooky Fort Pierce at
1: 223
3: North 2nd Street in downtown Fort Pierce. Very cool. If you dare.
1: Very cool. God, it sounds like a lot of things happening.
3: I know. It's just like um, there's just uh,
1: so much to do.
3: So many cool things to do here on the Treasure Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, going outside is not your thing. Well, you could spend Halloween maybe with Metallica.
1: Oh, that sounds, that's another good one. That
3: kind of sounds a little scary enough, doesn't it? No,
1: that's another good one.
3: Now, how do we s- spend it with Metallica? No, they're not coming in concert, at least not that I know of. But I think if they came down south, I would be there in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Master of puppets and all. Mm. But they're um, they're ready to teach you their ways in being a band with lessons over at MasterClass.com. Okay. James Hetfield said, quote, In our class, we not only teach how we write songs and find inspiration for our music, but how the experiences we've had together have contributed to successful creative collaboration. So they're holding this class that entails 15 video lessons for a total of 2 hours and 45 minutes. Metallica will go over topics like forming the band, how to communicate with different egos, writing songs... They'll even break down some of their own songs.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And to find out more on this class or to sign up, you can head over to MasterClass.com. Wow. And I know there are jammers right here, right in this crowd. You know, the guys and girls that, you know, go out to the clubs and jam. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Denny Artachi, too, being one of them. Right. um, Denny Artachi, with the experience he has with Iron Butterfly and all I'm not certain he needs this class. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Or if he no. needs to learn it from Metallica. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is kind of cool. Wow. And I guess the last one we'll touch upon is uh, we've been seeing all of the colors of Halloween and, you know, all of the. Orange pumpkins I like to see as I drive through our streets and roads. Right. And uh, those pumpkins, too, we can still go pick out, I guess, at First United Methodist Church at 260 Prima Vista Boulevard in Port St. Lucie. And I did see some on Port St. Lucie Boulevard this morning at the First Congregational Church. There's a whole big pumpkin pumpkin patch there. And the Grace Place pumpkin patch in Stewart on Salerno Road. Eh. So... Uh, Great places to go and and pick out the Halloween pumpkin to carve if you haven't already carved one for this weekend.
1: You know, you should start doing this as a side business, Bonnie's best bets for the weekend. (laughs) Pick a little extra money. People looking for things to do, they could just call you, give out your cell number, and you can give advice on what to do and where to go and where to see it and how to see it. Telling you so much. There's so much information there.
3: Dad, yeah, a lot. Just uh, tons and tons of things to do. Yeah. And while I have the people's attention, I just want to give a shout out once more to our good friend Ken Co of Southern Pride Gourmet Foods. Mm-hmm. He was in here with us uh, a while back.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember him.
3: And yeah.
1: Sat right there.
3: Yeah, he did. Isn't he cool?
1: He brought a um, um, a gift for you and me both. Yeah. And I I it's something to do with spices or something like that. Oh, I don't I, know what it was. Like
3: I follow him because I'm true blue to Southern Pride Gourmet foods. Yeah. Like uh, I bought this uh, spaghetti sauce from him one time that was like a white spaghetti sauce mm. with oils and herbs okay. and it was like perfect over spaghetti. But he has all of these uh gourmet things. He he received a national accolade mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. He competed with more than, let's see, ninety thousand nominees. In National Main Street Mentor Search, uh, National Search for Business Leaders Who've Gone Above and Beyond Guiding Peers, okay. uh, co selection was among 132,000-plus votes and testimonials reviewed. He ranked 11 out of 25 business superstars. And based on his earning 245 votes and 171 testimonials from Stuart Pierce and the alignable network of more than 6.5 million vendors. And this was the first year for the search. Wow. Voting ran from June 28 to August 24. But, yeah, Mr. Ken Coe of Stewart, Good stuff. Mentioned as one of the best.
1: Good stuff. That's uh, Bonnie's oh. Best Bets uh, for the weekend. On the Treasure Coast and the uh, surrounding areas, Bonnie's always got a plethora of information for you for things that uh, you can do on the uh, weekend. Oh, wait, I forgot to do this. Uh, Precious Metals Report brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Uh, Gold opening up at $1,785. And uh, silver opening up at $23.81 announced. all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
3: Good morning, Evan. The state of Florida is suing the federal government to stop the Biden administration from imposing a vaccine mandate on federal contractors and their employees. It's not the role of
10: federal government. They have absolutely no authority to require vaccines of the majority of the U.S. population, none whatsoever.
3: Attorney General Ashley Moody filed the lawsuit in Tampa federal court yesterday. Florida's long-term care industry is in crisis, insiders say, and WPTV's contact investigator Katie LeGron has more on this story.
11: Nearly two years after the COVID-19 virus invaded, wreaking its initial wave of havoc on the sick, elderly, and vulnerable, the industry relied upon to care for them is in a full-blown crisis. Costs up, revenues down and new workers are becoming almost impossible to come by. I've never seen it this bad.
12: I'm extremely worried.
11: Luke Newman of Palm Garden Healthcare helps operate 14 nursing home and assisted living facilities across the state, with each one down roughly 10% of its staff. The implication of an industry-wide staff shortage historic. In
13: a few
12: instances, yes, we've had a limited admission.
13: Every one of my members that I'm hearing from is, you know, at at some point they're having to look at limiting admission. Has that ever happened before? I have never seen it in my almost 14 years working at Florida Healthcare. I've never seen it this
11: bad. According to Kristen Knapp with Florida's Healthcare Association, the state's leading association for nursing homes, the staffing crisis has left facilities with no other choice but to fill voids with temporary workers. Who lack consistency with residents and can cost facilities double, even triple, in hourly pay.
13: It's unsustainable. You've got some staff members who are leaving the facility and going to work for the agency, getting paid more by the agency, and then the agency is sending them back to that building. You know that that doesn't that's not doesn't bode well for staff morale.
11: It's a problem raising new questions about price gouging, since long-term care is a service, not a product. There are no laws on the books stopping agencies from charging what they want.
10: We're losing staff to industries where jobs are easier and the pay is higher.
11: In Tallahassee recently, industry members pleaded with lawmakers for help.
10: I love this industry, but I'm really afraid of
11: what the future holds. At Palm Garden, much like many facilities, they are now offering more money, paying staff members to go to school, even earn nursing degrees. But for an industry that gets paid by the government... The question remains: How long it can keep operating without the government stepping in to save it?
4: The
6: future of long-term care in Florida and nationwide is in jeopardy. It cannot
14: persist as it is now.
11: This Monday, leaders from hospital groups and long-term care facilities will be gathering in Tallahassee as part of a roundtable. Its focus: How to get younger people interested in this industry and keep them. Katie Lagrone reporting.
3: The U.S. Department of Justice on Thursday announced plans to earmark $21 million to prosecute hate crimes and provide assistance to hate crime victims. The Office of Justice programs will provide funding to state, local, and tribal agencies and community organizations to help them address increasing crimes against individuals and property on the basis of race, color, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, or disability. In August, the FBI found that U.S. hate crimes rose to their highest levels in 12 years during 2020, with law enforcement agencies submitting reports involving 7,764 criminal incidents and 10,539 related offenses. The defense will begin presenting its case in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd this morning. Prosecutors rested yesterday after presenting their case that Lloyd murdered an Orlando police lieutenant in 2017. A human trafficking sting is responsible for possibly rescuing a teenage girl in Polk County. Sheriff Grady Judd says Operation No Tricks, No Treats netted more than 100 arrests and the discovery of three victims, including a 17-year-old girl. Lastly... For the second time this month, parts of Bay County and the Panhandle are dealing with flooding. Heavy rain yesterday caused a mess on the west end of Panama City Beach. It's a busy weekend on the college gridiron. Tomorrow, Florida squares off with top-ranked Georgia in Jacksonville. Elsewhere, FSU visits Clemson. Miami travels to play Pitt, and UCF is at Temple. On tap for tonight, we have for you high school football action. South Fork will play at Port St. Lucie, 7 p.m. start time, and you can hear the game on WPSL and WSTU. Newstime 825, we have weather and traffic together next.
1: 827 right now to get up and go. Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on?
3: Well, Evan, we're not seeing any traffic accidents happening right here for now. The major highways clear up and down Martin and St. Lucie County Federal Highway. Looking good right here at the moment. And there's your latest look at traffic. Port St. Lucie is at 73. It's 72 degrees in Stewart. Here's more on the weather at WPTV.
5: Happy Friday to you. cold front. Moving through the area today, we'll have clearing skies turning windy and less humid with high temperatures into the mid-80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated quick shower possible, otherwise a little bit cooler mid to upper 60s. The weekend, fantastic. Highs near 80, low humidity, lows low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
8: Sometimes, ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in
23: Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details.
1: Why pay more to rent a space for your party when you could transform your kitchen and living space into the next amazing place for a great dinner party? Even with limited space, private catering can make your next event incredibly relaxing and memorable. Optimal Health Chef, Inc offers in-house catering for refined, elegant dining experiences for any private event. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. has years of experience with exceptional private catering services, and we will do everything to make your next get-together with family, friends, co-workers, or business associates a most memorable one. As a result of the global pandemic, we are offering virtual parties. We plan your event, package the food in disposable individual containers, and deliver to your home. You then deliver to your guests, enjoy dinner, and their company virtually. For more information and to book an event, please call Daryl Lester, chef-owner of Optimal Health Chef, Inc., at 772-475-8493.
27: Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstu show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the get up and go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: Eight thirty one on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and now without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, with a daily dose of space in another place. The only captain that commands respect as he pilots his own spaceship. Captain Randy Siegel is with us right now. Good morning, Randy.
30: Good morning, sir. I'm very well. Good. We've got a special uh, guest for us this morning.
1: Oh, okay. Tell me about it.
30: Yeah, our special guest is Carla Cook. She's the Acting SpaceX Certification Manager within the Commercial Crew Program. And she helps certify SpaceX to launch NASA astronauts to the ISS. Good morning, Carla.
31: Good morning, Randy. How are you today? I am
30: magnificent. Magnificent. Got a couple of questions for you. Okay. Firstly, uh, what kind of what job did you have before you started working at NASA with uh, the program?
31: I've actually been at NASA for just over 13 years, and specifically in the Commercial Crew Program for two and a half. Prior to that, though, I was in part of the Artemis program, working land and recovery in project management. So developing the hardware that we will use to recover the astronauts that fly on Orion.
30: Uh,
31: when we talk about
30: Artemis, would you tell our, our audience what Artemis is comprised of?
31: Artemis is the Space the Launch System, the, the rocket, the new heavy lift rocket that NASA is building, and then the Orion spacecraft. And our mission is to go to the moon and prepare to one day go to Mars.
30: Very interesting. Carl, oh, I noticed that uh, part of your job really is, is or the main part of the job is to certify the capsules for the astronauts pretty much. Do you notice differences to basically three different uh, crew dragons, if you will? What are the differences or nuances between each of them?
31: We have learned through each flight, different things. And so we started off with Demo 2, and, and you with Crew 3, our, our fourth commercial crew flight, and along the way, we have learned just different things to um, ha, build up upon. And so we've had software changes that have been made uh, specifically for Crew 3 uh, to help in more communication robustness against space radiation effects, and serving as a backup system during reentry and landing. We've enhanced some of the Crew Dragon docking procedures and mechanisms to mitigate hardware interference. And so we learn from each mission and help better the next capsule.
30: Um, with each of the uh, the Dragons apparently it's a little bit different, but one of the big things that we've heard about was that during the Dragon flights, with crews. And there was a problem with the waste management system, especially with the liquids. Can you give us any information about that?
31: Yes, absolutely. So the the issue was first identified on Inspiration 4, which was actually a commercial mission carrying private astronauts. And so NASA and SpaceX conducted inspections of the crew two vehicle that is currently on orbit and they saw evidence of a similar issue involving potential leakage under the spacecraft's cabin floor. However, we found no structural or toxic concerns, and we were actually able to implement a new design for Crew-3. And it was a great example of how the commercial crew program and how NASA continues to benefit from the flourishing space economy with the other cargo and private commercial missions.
30: Uh-huh. Do you get involved with the crew as far as their preparation goes for launch?
31: I am not involved with the crew training, but the crew is always on my mind and the mind of everyone I work with to ensure their safety. And that's that's the reason we're flying and we're doing what we're doing, to make sure they're as safe as possible.
30: Right. Well, we have a launch coming up on Sunday at 221 a.m., and as far as you know, everything is going according to plan, getting ready for that launch to take place.
31: Yes, as far as I know, everything is going great. To launch early Halloween morning, should be a beautiful launch. I love night launches, so I'm excited about seeing this one.
30: Uh, have you have you been inside the dragon much?
31: I haven't been lucky enough to to go inside dragon, but if they if they ask me to, I'm totally in. <laughs>
30: I'm sure you would be. How well do you get to know the crew that is going up?
31: I really don't get to know the crew very well. It's more, you know, there's names, but it's always that reminder that there's actual people flying on the spacecraft that we're certifying and the rockets that we're certifying. And we have their faces, you know, posted around NASA. I know SpaceX has them posted in their facilities, and it's that constant reminder to be vigilant in the work you do to make sure that they are launched safely and we bring them home safely as well.
30: If you had your your choices, would you go up?
31: I would. I would definitely go up. I mean, the opportunity to, to launch into space and see the Earth from that perspective and just the stories that I've heard of being up there is how spectacular
8: it is.
30: I would love to experience that. It, I had the privilege of flying with on um, the first uh, press tour of Zero-G, where I flew in the airplane and had the 15 parabolas getting to fly weightless. And I've got to say, it's unbelievable. Something okay, you don't experience.
31: Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I would love to experience the Zero-G. <laughs>
30: <laughs> Once the spacecraft is in orbit, though, all you do is move on to the next. Is that correct?
31: We continue watching what is happening in orbit and how Dragon is operating. But, yeah, I, my planning, uh, my focus is really on the next mission. But we still have to bring crew two home as well. And we've actually been planning for crew four for more than a year. And so we're constantly looking out. It's just The main focus is the current launch and then returning your astronauts.
30: Carla, it has been such a pleasure having you on today. We thank you for all your help. And please keep doing what you're doing and please stay safe. Thanks, Randy. My pleasure. So, everybody, hope you enjoyed the interview and have a great day.
1: That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report and his very special guest. And now, without further ado, it's time to take a trip down to one of our favorite places that Bonnie and I love so much. A Deli's downtown Deli.
3: And you know you can always get favorites like uh, perhaps the Ellie's cheese steak, included a toasted garlic sub roll that's stuffed with shaved sirloin, sauteed peppers and onions, and provolone cheese. Serve with your choice of a side item, so you can get that fresh coleslaw from the Deli. The Deli fresh tomato or t- potato salad rather is always so good. If you're Craving Salad. Try a Buffalo Chicken Caesar Salad today. You get this on fresh cut romaine topped with roasted chicken tossed in buffalo sauce. Chopped celery, Parmesan cheese, Gorgonzola cheese on this one too, tomatoes, red onions, and croutons. Serve with your choice of a dressing today. Ellie's Downtown Deli now has a full menu for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have full service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's, Downtown Deli in Stewart. 841
1: on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan Abani. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town, it's always St. Lucie Jewelry and coin. Bonnie standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
3: Good morning, Evan. The defense will begin presenting its case in the Orlando trial of suspected cop killer Markeith Lloyd this morning. Prosecutors rested yesterday after presenting their case that Lloyd murdered an Orlando police lieutenant in 2017. For the past 20 years, a dedicated group of local professionals has volunteered their time and efforts to improve the work cultures of St. Lucie County. The St. Lucie County Human Resource Association, along with Personal Dynamics Consulting, celebrated the 20th annual Best Places to Work in St. Lucie County. Here are some of them for small employers Clear SCM Solutions made the list. So did Manpower, St. Lucie County Property Appraiser in one of the tops, and Treasure Coast Food Bank. Now the mid-sized employers, they included some of the best. Boys and Girls Club of St. Lucie County, ABC Home Medical Supply Incorporated, St. Lucie County Clerk and Comptroller, and St. Lucie County Tax Collector. For those large employers... Some of the best in St. Lucie included City of Fort Pierce, A1 Roof Trusses, Fort Pierce Utilities Authority, St. Lucie County Fire District, and for the extra-large businesses, they included City of Fort St. Lucie, St. Lucie County Board of County Commissioners, St. Lucie County Public Schools, Walmart DC 7038, and we do say congratulations to all of them. For the second time this month, parts of Bay County and the Panhandle are dealing with flooding. Heavy rains uh, yesterday caused a mess on the west end of Panama City Beach. And I'm also looking for another uh, story, which I have seemed to lost just now, lose just now in the shuffle. Oh, yeah, those annoying robocalls. How could we forget this one? They're annoying. They're invasive. They're nearly impossible to stop. We are talking about robocalls. And WPTV's Michael Bushner has this story. <laughs>
18: Hello, this is Jonathan
19: Smith. Jonathan Smith of Fort Pierce is fighting back.
18: Every dollar that I get, I look at it is that's a dollar less than they have.
19: Against those annoying robocalls and telemarketers.
18: I'm cashing in on them. I'm cashing in on them for sure. What's
19: the biggest check that you've gotten from this? 26,000. How many calls? 98. Smith says he's collected tens of thousands of dollars thanks to telemarketers calling and violating the Federal Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Press 1 now. Since the initial $1,500 check, how much money have you made?
18: Oh, I would say 35 dollars
19: to $40,000. The only way to stop the calls is to make these guys pay. SmithCredits.compton, the founder of Robocalls.cash with teaching him how to cash in on the calls for less than 50 bucks using his kit. What we as consumers
20: can collect is roughly 500 to $3,000 per call, depending on the
19: violations.
21: Why are they writing these checks so easily? Because the cost of not writing them is greater.
19: Attorney David Lamos is working with
21: Smith. They will rather pay uh, the small amounts of compensation per call on negotiation, then get dragged into court.
19: Lemos says the first step for consumers looking to fight back is to get on the National Do Not Call Registry to set up a line of protection.
21: If you're on the Do Not Call Registry, it's like shooting fish in a barrel.
19: The Federal Communications Commission reports consumers received nearly 4 billion robocalls per month last year. The feds also received more than half a million complaints from Florida since January 2020. Florida is definitely a hotbed for telemarketers.
22: It really does become a nuisance. It's rather annoying.
19: State Senator Bobby Powell says he gets about 10 robocalls daily. He co-sponsored legislation, which the governor signed into law, toughening the state's existing telemarketing laws.
22: We wanted to make sure that we put something in law that would allow for those of us here in the state of Florida who are, are tired of being annoyed. Call
19: immediately. Do you think the laws are working to stop? The
18: laws are working, the laws are working, but not enough people are taking, taking and using them, utilizing them. What was your name again? Yes, I'm interested. I'd
19: love to hear more. Today, Smith's phone continues to ring.
18: Oh God, I still get them from the same companies I've already settled with. Never really considered solar panels. What was your name again? Do you have a website or Better Business Bureau page? And the checks keep coming. If everybody would do their part, these companies would be put out of business quickly. I I really wasn't interested. I just needed to get the business name
19: so I can send you a letter. In Fort Pierce, Michael Butchner, WPTV News Channel 5.
3: A human trafficking sting is responsible for possibly rescuing a teenage girl in Polk County. Sheriff Grady Judd says Operation No Tricks No Treats netted more than 100 arrests and the discovery of three victims, including a 17-year-old girl. Lastly, in gadget news, a team at Texas A&M is working on a new touchscreen technology that would let you feel the texture of what's on the screen. One use for it would be online shopping, so you could feel a shirt before you bought it. They think an initial version might be available within five years, and I, I would have to see it and feel it and touch it to believe it. World Series continues with Game 3 for tonight. The Atlanta Braves versus Houston Astros in Atlanta. Their first pitch will be at 8.09. That series is tied at one game apiece. And tonight, set for you, we have high school football action. And it's looking like South Fork will be at Port St. Lucie, taking on Port St. Lucie. Hear the game at 7 on both WPSL and WSTU right here. Our News Time 847 will have weather and traffic together next.
1: 849, the time right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
3: Just a really nice-looking, quiet ride here on our Friday morning. Heading off to work, uh, things are looking good on the turnpike. I-95, everything moving north and south up to speed this morning. And just drive safely if you're heading out. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 73, partly cloudy here in Stewart this morning and in Erie, Pennsylvania, 53 with rain showers. Here's our weather from WPTV.
5: Happy Friday to you. cold front. Moving through the area today, we'll have clearing skies turning windy and less humid with high temperatures into the mid-80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, isolated quick shower possible, otherwise a little bit cooler mid to upper 60s. The weekend, fantastic. Highs near 80, low humidity, lows low 60s. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
14: If you need a new roof,
28: you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260.
8: Sometimes, ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free
23: exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit TheJoint.com for details.
17: Let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bun.
1: And, of course, when we hear that music, we know what to expect who to expect, when to expect, but I don't know why to expect. But um, priest and rabbi are going to be coming up a little bit after 9 o'clock this morning. And joining us on the line right now on our Zoom line is uh, Rabbi Matthew Durbin. Good morning, uh, Rabbi Durbin. How are you today?
12: I'm wonderful. How are you?
1: Life is good. Life is great. And I uh, wanted to uh, wish you a happy Halloween. Your costume looks great, by the way. I love it. You're... Uh, your costume is yourself, which is a great thing. That's a beautiful costume. Bonnie, what do you think of his costume?
3: I think you're looking very dapper like usual today, Rabbi Durbin. Hair's on
1: point, as always.
3: It looks like by the look on Rabbi Durbin's face, he is ready to go. He's ready to shine during his broadcast. Yeah, he's
1: ready to uh, go get a lot of candy uh, (laughs) on Sunday with the kids, (laughs) for sure. So I thought we'd change it up a little bit, Rabbi Durbin. Normally, we do the Yiddish word of the day, but for Halloween... We're going to change it up a little bit, and we're going to do the non-Yiddish word of the day. So you can pick any word that you want in the English language dictionary, and that will be the non-Yiddish word of the day, give it a meaning, and of course use it in a sentence, keeping in mind Halloween is this weekend. So the floor is all I'm, yours. So, so instead of the
12: Yiddish word of the day, let's use the Hebrew word of the day. Oh, okay, very good. And I'll use, I'll use a word as I woke up this morning. I was feeling Metsuyan. Metsuyan. Okay. Metsuyan. Excellent. I feel great. I feel Metsuyan. Beautiful.
1: Bon, Bonnie feels Metsuyan because she's going on vacation uh, officially from here in six minutes.
3: I do. <laughs> but, however, I was thinking that Metsuyan sounded like a uh, Spanish food or something that I read on a, a box for Spanish food.
12: I'll have a bowl of Metsuyan, please. <laughs> no, no, no. no! You can't have that. Metsuyan just means like excellent. It's great. Oh. It's uh, There is, uh, um, which is actually quite an interesting little story. Uh, many years ago, there was a kosher Chinese restaurant uh, right in the heart of North London called Mitsuyang. Um which meant excellent, excellent food. Um, uh, not that that's where the word came from, but the word is Hebrew, and the word does mean excellent. So I woke up this morning feeling Metsuyan. I feel excellent and great this morning.
1: You seem like you're on about 37 and a half cups of coffee this morning. But only True. two in general. You are like wired full tilt this morning, which is a good thing. Remember, this is radio, so people don't understand head nods.
3: <laughs> this is the first room. word that you mentioned in a while, though, that I'm really writing down because people oh. people so oftentimes ask ask you how you feel or how are you, you know. And I'm gonna come back with that Metsu Yan thing, yeah. and then I'm gonna they're gonna go, huh? huh? But then I get to say, I'm feeling great in Hebrew, right?
12: But, right, yeah, Rabbi Durham? Absolutely. So, exactly.
1: So tell us a little bit about your guest and what uh, you and your guests are going to be talking about today on the program.
12: Yeah, I'm really excited. We do have a, a very special guest with us uh, this morning. Uh, her name is Michelle Kaisinger. She is the director, Assistant Director of Operations and Outreach for Safe Space Uh, one of our uh, beloved um, organizations and institutions here, not only in Martin County, but certainly on the Treasure Coast. Mm -hmm. And she's going to talk to us about, you know, how do we make safe spaces um, for those who are in great need? And as we are in Domestic Violence Awareness Month, um, kind of looking at some of the challenges and the successes that we've seen within our own community. And, you know, what is the pandemic? What has this done for domestic violence? Has it been on the increase? Has it been... um, you know, abated in some way, uh, and what can we do in our communities to support others who are in uh, in great challenge and great need in in, in 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 the Treasure Coast?
1: You know, domestic violence runs rampant. I know that our church that uh, I belong to, we have a personal tie. Um, our one of our pastors does with Safe Space, and it's just such a great organization and the things that they do for the victims of domestic violence, right? Absolutely. Definitely, Absolutely. definitely so. So make sure and, and tune into this interview. I'm definitely going to be uh, having my listening ears on for this one because I actually do know who your guest is. So it's going to be a fantastic interview. They'll be talking about uh, domestic violence because it is Domestic Violence Month.
3: It's a much needed program. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, uh, human nature, it, it's always needed and everywhere. And uh, yeah. I think there's even some safe space stores that you can shop off shop from around town if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. where all of the uh, money does go to the the safe space program. Yeah,
1: it's a great program it really is, yeah. it really is. And uh, you know it's it's funny because people don't realize that they think of domestic violence they think of women but unfortunately men are also victims um way back I'll just say this way back when um in a prior, uh, relationship, I was a victim of domestic violence as a recipient. So I know what women feel like. I know what women go through and I'm a huge advocate for when a man puts his hands on a woman that just, that, that angers me to no end. I, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm so, you know, against that it's just it's no man should ever touch a woman period and by, vice
3: versa yeah. i feel mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah definitely yeah. so so make sure and listen to a priest and a rabbi with a uh, rabbi durbin it's just going to be a rabbi today i do believe uh father christian is uh taking a couple of a uh, couple of weeks off and taking care of some personal business as well and our thoughts and prayers are with father christian uh and his lovely bride and family as well uh, so, Bonnie, that's a wrap for us. Uh, we are out of here. And um, it's, um, you know, I just, I, I can't believe it. We're done. That's that's it. I saved this song for last to play. Uh, just remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside.
3: Yeah, I won't be here all next week. Um, I guess Evan, uh, well, we'll be here in spirit. But yeah. a blended show to enjoy yeah. with uh, Ray and G. Definitely Our, our so. uh, brothers from our sister station. That's right.
1: That's right. Bonnie, <laughs> you have a great <laughs> vacation. Thank you. And I'll see you in about ten days from now. <inaudible> definitely so.
3: Right. Have a nice weekend. All right. Weekend. He
1: you too, the the folks. Mankind. We're WSTU-Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, and we'll leave you with the, the Monster mash.
3: mash. It
0: caught on in a flash.
4: He did the mash.
9: He did the monster. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom.
4: We'll all